What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy and Love the Podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She didn't make it rain at her bachelorette party, but she did sleep in a puddle. The one and only <laughs> Teresa. I can't believe you said that, but let's, hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? There. Let's go there. Let's give the people oh, what they want. You totally threw me off. I like, did I even get my catchphrase right? I'm sorry. Did I even say my catchphrase? I spoke over it. I stepped oh. on it a little bit, but... Memories, am I right? Say your catchphrase again, because that's why people tune in. Okay. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and can we just do it? Can we give the people what they want? They want the puddle story. They want the bachelorette. They want the golden shower story. Okay. So it was my bachelorette party. Yes. I asked John to come, but he didn't want to come. I was busy no. that weekend. I'm kidding. It was... Um, me and uh, a couple of my girlfriends, mm-hmm. and we went to Savannah, Georgia. Shout out to Savannah, Georgia. And you know, bachelorette party, bitches. <laughs> we got all the all the crowns going, and we started drinking and all kinds of stuff. Long story short, we all got totally drunk. As you should. As we ba- should. Your bachelorette party. But one of my girlfriends is a little too crazy, and we all know it. We knew it ahead of time. So, John basically told me, just be careful. Like, don't fall down the stairs. Like, don't do anything, you know, anything too crazy. I was like, okay, sure, you know. The next day, I woke up, and I, I was, like, all wet. Ew. And I'm like, why am I wet? I'm like, I didn't pee myself. I would never pee myself. I'm like, did I like spill a drink on me? I'm like looking and I look and I was shedding a bed with my crazy girlfriend who was so hammered that she passed out in her clothes and shoes. And well, basically she was the one who peed the bed, but I was so close to her that she peed on me. So I woke up with pee on Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, is this an R. Kelly video so, or my bachelorette party? I was like, damn, that's that's crazy. So showers. I was like five. <laughs> you took two showers that yeah. morning. You took a golden shower and then you took oh, a yeah. proper shower. I had nowhere to lay down because every everything was taken. So I crammed on this couch we had <laughs> in the suite, but I was so cold because I had I had, you know, nothing to like cover myself with. So I was basically up. An hour later, this girlfriend of mine woke up and I was like, you peed on me. She's like, well, why am I wet? I'm like, because you peed (laughs) and then you peed on me. So she was like, fuck. So she showered and we left everyone else like they kept sleeping. So we went out and we just started drinking at like 8 a.m. because I needed it. Mm -hmm. And luckily Savannah, Georgia, all the brunch places open early. So we managed to score... A bloody Mary at like eight thirty. Just what she needs is more alcohol. And fill I the tank. Like, she needs to fill her couldn't tank. Couldn't believe what happened last night, and that wasn't it. Like she also fell down the stairs and That's true. and sprained her ankle. But so you called me Saturday morning. What did it happen Friday night? Yeah, I think so. So you called me Saturday morning in tears. I wasn't to- crying. I was like you laughing were, and crying. You were. Come on. You were very shook by the whole thing, and you called me, and I was like, oh, no. What happened? She's on her bachelorette party. She's (laughs) calling me the next morning, basically in tears. 
I was like, Mm-mm. did she make a mistake? Did she mess up? Did she do something inappropriate? And no. now she is feeling bad about it. She called me and she's like, I won't say her name, but peed on me. She's like, so-and-so peed on me. And I just died laughing because that's hilarious. That's no reason to cry. That's a reason to I wasn't laugh. crying. Celebrate. You were baptized on your bachelorette I was, party. I was hungover. I was yeah. slightly disturbed. I... It was like, I need to talk to you, but I, you know, I didn't want to like yeah. call you for my bachelorette party. Yeah. But then I saw all the girls about calling their like husbands and boyfriends. <laughs> so I stepped away and it almost, I, I felt like I was like crying, laughing because it was hilarious, but I was so disturbed by it. I didn't know the holiday and had water beds. <laughs> What's going on? So I was like, so old. it was a nice hotel actually. Oh, I was so disturbed, but like it was funny at that moment. So like when I was calling you, you know, like sometimes you like laugh and you cry. Yes. So I had all these like mixed emotions mm-hmm. and you were like, what happened? I know. I was very relieved. I was very relieved to know that someone relieved themselves on you <laughs> and that it wasn't anything I would worse. I never do anything. I know. What do you think? I know. I do. I can be blackout drunk. I yes. would still be like, yes. John. Yeah, you can get Stephanie level wasted and you still would not mess up. Never. That's what's up. All right. Never. Anyway, so we did it. We told the story early on in the podcast, but that's sometimes mm-hmm. what happens. That's something I kind of wanted to keep for myself. But <laughs> Come okay. on, we're sharing with our friends. They They deserve to know. Not just the positive side of us, like taking fudge out for a day, but mm-hmm. the other that's side. That's very true. No. Oh. Someone was asking about fudge, which makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone on Instagram. So yes. thank you if you're listening. A lot thank of love for, for fudge. For caring for fudge. A lot of love for fudge. So if you guys have listened to the podcast, you guys have heard us say this before. You can follow us on social media at 90 Day Crazy in Love. We'd love to have you there. We'd love to welcome you into that little crazy circle. Join us for the Sunday Night Lives. Like yeah. the memes. All that good stuff. So you can follow us at 90 Day Crazy in Love. You can also subscribe to the podcast. And I recommend you do because that way you'll be the first to get anything we release. Exactly. And please, as John said, join us for our Sunday Night Live. We usually have at least one cast member joining. Oh. Last time we had Jovi joining us for a bit. Chatting. I mean, he's the only one that joins. What about but, Andy? Well, Andy too. But you're like, we have at least one. It's been Jovi. Well, twice I mean, and like Andy. Andy's the staple. Yeah. And, shout out to Andy. We love and that's Andy. That's why Naples. I said at least one. But you know, we had Yara join us once. So yeah. Yeah. Come and join us. Come and, and join don't be us. scared if it's just 15 people watching. Yeah, you don't have to be a C-list reality TV star to join us. We welcome anyone. So Anyone come can on. join. But more importantly, smash that subscribe button. Smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's hot. As you can see, I did not come up with a new <laughs> melody. <laughs> you're working on it. You're, I am, but almost like I can't, I can't come up with, I feel like I just love what I do. Yeah. I and mean, I feel like because of my accent and my, inna- I'm an, I'm not able to sing. So what's the word? Inab- inability? Tone deaf? Yes. And because but your inability. My inability to sing, it doesn't sound like the song at I all mean, when I do it. I you think when John Lennon came up with Yesterday, he questioned that melody? No, he knew he had gold. And I think you have gold. Mm. I think you should stick with it. Okay? Well, stick I didn't come up with the gold. I mean, I kind of did. You totally did. Smash it like it's hot. Yeah. Totally. And lastly, 
if you could spare 30 seconds, guys, if you could spare 30 seconds and leave us a review, we would be forever grateful. Yes, guys, please do so. And I hate to use this. I hate to go there, but I'm going to go there. This week, Teresa is having a birthday. She's having a birthday this week, and I'm going to speak for her. I can't think of anything she'd like more than a review. Sure. Come on. <laughs> Tell the people all you want is a review. All I want, all I want from you guys is a review. <laughs> even if you just write happy birthday T. Thank you. Because yes, we won't totally. even make you spell Teresa. I do love my birthday. This is like one thing, and I don't love it because of gifts or anything. I just love the feeling. I just mm. love that it's my day and people talk to me and say happy birthday. Now I sound like I have no friends other <laughs> than that. But, you know, reading a happy birthday or a review about a podcast would just make my day even better. Mm. Well said. Well, happy birthday from me. Early, an early happy thank birthday you. from me. And we'll see if you guys could leave a review. That would be awesome. Thank so you. thank you in advance for that. Speaking of reviews... We have another incredible one that I would like to read. Let's do it. This review comes from CPNI Nightmare. Okay. Okay. Not sure about that name, but CPNI Nightmare. I looked up because I'm too curious for my own good. I looked up CPNI. It has something to do with the FCC. What's the FCC? Like radio and television. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah, okay. laws. And, so it's a nightmare, apparently, but. They write, these two are like old friends. You love to listen and laugh with them. <laughs> the fact that they are an international couple themselves adds a great perspective. Mm -hmm. So far, so good. Here's where we take a little bit of a turn. Maybe on occasion it gets way off topic <laughs> Yeah. for the hardcore 90-day super analyzers. However, it's part of their charm. Oh, thank you. But I enjoy, totally, I do enjoy agree. Enjoying the club. Well, listen, we do get off topic, but I like to think it has something to do with what we're talking about. Like, true. You talked about getting peed on. Mm -hmm. It was in reference. I hope people people will enjoy it. It was in reference to your bachelorette party, which was in reference to Jovi's bachelor totally. party. So, and also, like, we don't plan to get off topic. It's just happens, and I feel happened. like because it happens naturally, it's not something we you know talk about. Like, hey. And, you know, after we talk about Natalie, let's get off topic and talk about ourselves. <laughs> you know, I feel like it, that's why it feels natural. It feels good because it is natural. And Teresa, mm -hmm. it's part of the charm. It is part, of, part the of the charm. It's part of the charm. And I love it. That's oh, a that's great, what's up. That's what's up. That's a great way to describe it. So CPNI nightmare. Thank you. Enjoys it. Thank and yes, you. Enjoy it. Join the club. Come join the crazy club. We are all crazy in love with this crazy in love. dumpster fire. And with each other. And yeah, more importantly with each other, <laughs> of course. All right. Want to do a little 90 day, by the way? Always. You always want to do it. Always. All right. Well, once a week we do it. So it's I'm sorry. Because it's the, you know, I watched the show with you. I know what's happening there. We kind of chit chat about the show. So I kind of like know your thoughts here and there. Okay. But I never know what you're going to say. Because you don't share your body ways with no, me. No, I got to so. keep something to myself. Exactly. Come on. So Come share. On. Let's do it. All share right. it. We already know Rebecca of Rebecca and Zied has mm -hmm. tried her hand at acting over the years. Right. We've talked mm -hmm. about it on the, by the way, most notably, she was an extra in the movie Keeping Up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. We know this. There's another season eight cast member who's graced the screen. Ooh, I know. I know. I've seen it. You Can know I who guess? it is? Guess. Natalie. Yeah, it's Natalie. 
So she's had a bit of success as an actress in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So according to Screen Rant, that's where I got these deets, Natalie, they called out three, three roles she's had over the past couple years, and it's kind of recently. So in 2017, she played a teacher in a Ukrainian true crime series mm. called Evidence. Interesting. And there's evidence of this online. <laughs> if you look, there's footage of this online. She's not half bad. I, I've seen one video where, where she's like shooting someone. Yeah. 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 It's all kind of true crime stuff. She's a better actress than a fiance. Take that. Is she? Yeah. She's a terrible fiance. Well, I guess she is. <laughs> she's an okay actress. So 2017, she was in evidence. Then she also had a part in another series called Agents of Justice, mm. where she played a character, Larissa. That's, was, that's the video I've seen. Okay, so she was a wife whose husband died from a shrimp allergy, <laughs> which is suspicious. <laughs> what kind of a plot is that? I don't know, but she thinks seafood is so innocent. In Ukraine. In Ukraine, you know? I mean, if she, if the husband like choked on pierogies, that would be more accurate. Mm, look at you. Yeah. Maybe you can go <laughs> okay. sweeten some of the scripts mm. over in Ukraine. Yeah. So. That happened. And then a third series <laughs> she was in is called A Story of a Crime in which she visits her dead husband in a cemetery and then she's accused of murdering him. Hmm. Are we seeing a pattern here? We are. So watch out, Mike, because <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of dead husbands, she's kind of an evil person in these stories and maybe in real life she is too. I don't I don't think she's evil. I think she's purely crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's Which very sometimes true. goes hand in hand, so So mm. maybe. Maybe I mean watch out for a shrimp, Mike. <laughs> and that's what she's cooking up in all of these videos. She's oh, making that's so seafood, true. Right. She's like, let's let's go meet the shrimp. Right. <laughs> so she has appeared in other things besides crime series mm-hmm. she's in a music video we talked about jesse being in a music video a couple episodes ago that's true natalie's in a music video for the artist eden who's mm-hmm. a musician from ireland this song and video kind of dope kind of dope almost better than jesse's what is she doing in the video she's acting like she's actually pretty good it's believable um, really i can yeah it's so good that when i watch it i go Who's that? I feel like it's she's not ninety so, from Natalie. I feel like she's so or awkward in the camera. No, no, no. She's good. I'm gonna show it to you. I'm gonna show it to you. Is she? I can't. I can't believe that. The song is called "Float." Again, it's by Eden. It came out a couple years ago. This video actually has like a million and a half views. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's pretty good. It's kind of indie pop, electronic. Mm. I dig it. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to show it. The video is killer. The production value is fantastic. Oh, I believe the song that, is but good. I can't believe She's Natalie's, Natalie's acting because she is so awkward. I know. Her makeup looks normal. It's very how startling. About, how about that? Yeah. That's probably the biggest shocker is that she looks somewhat normal in this video. I'm going to show it to you. It's okay, good. Okay. You guys should check it out too. Again, it is called um, Float. I think, yeah, Float by mm-hmm. the artist Eden. Float. Okay. Check it out. Check it out. I'll check it out too. All right. You knew that one. 
This is kind of a bummer because you know this second one. I know for sure. By the way, number two. On Saturday, we watched 90 Day Bears All. Yes. Cheese Stick, a.k.a. Tim, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Tim and Melisa, they were on there. Tim was roid raging or he was freaking out. He was confessing that he cheated on Melissa with like Cursing three. Cursing a lot. Yeah, he came clean about cheating on her with three different coworkers, and it seemed Wait, like what? Yeah, what show did you watch? I didn't catch that. Oh, Bears All. He was bearing all. He. I watched Bears All with you. He said he cheated on her with three different coworkers. There's the one we knew about. Yes. Then they kind of went into detail about a second one. Where was and I? then at the end, he was like, well, there was three. I don't think he cheated, Okay, though. so then you didn't know. By the way, Tim slept with three of his coworkers. I thought he was just chatting with the other ladies. Mm-mm. No, he, no. He puts, he puts that cheese stick to work. He sure does. Who bangs that cheese stick? That's what I'm saying. And I said this to you when we were watching. I was like, how is it the guys that I don't know how they get one girl end up cheating on their yeah. significant others with multiple women. Plus, like, Melissa is very pretty. Yeah. Cheese he, he stick, should however. Like, no, he's a cheese and stick. And he is the one who bangs He's girls. not even a cheese stick. He's a cheese puff. Like, he's really puffed up. I guess it's like he's tall, so maybe his presence. His presence when he's crawling around in his backyard with his cat? <laughs> yeah. Well, True. Well, let me finish. Okay. And you know where I'm going with this. Oh, I, I do. thought they were heading to restraining orders. I well, thought they were going to get restraining said. orders against each other. Over, we broke up. Like, yeah. That's it. Well, two days later, they're engaged. Yay. Which means, <laughs> is she here or is he there? So apparently, they're going to be on the next episode of Bears All 2 to explain what happened. Long story short, Tim flew out to Colombia okay. sure, recently, and with 24 hours of him being there, he proposed. Mm-hmm. He goes, this is a quote, being engaged to Melisa is the most complete I have ever felt in my life. Interesting. Which is a big departure from you banging three of your coworkers. Very true. Right. So I can only imagine how many tears were shed during that proposal. That guy's always crying. This is why I'm curious why Melisa... Is so into him, and this is why she doesn't need to leave Colombia. She was happy that she wanted him to move to Colombia, so right. it has nothing to do with oh, I want to live to, I want to live in America, right? She likes him, I, and that's what I don't get. Uh, Especially, like, I would get it if he didn't cheat on her. I would be like, you know what? Like, seems like a nice guy, awesome. Right? He cheated on her He's three times, so many times. That's why I'm thinking. You don't want to come to America. He cheated on you three times. What, what are you seeing in him? Yeah, what is it? I don't know. But it does raise the question. Are they going to be back for the next season the other way? Are they going to be unhappily ever after even? I, I don't, don't want. They were such a snooze fest. So snoozy. So snoozy. Such yeah. snoozers. Such losers. I was always holding my pee for their segment. You never left. Come on. No, we can't. I'm, we have to pay attention. We have to talk about gonna, it on the oh podcast. Oh, my God. You didn't even let me finish my joke. Finish. Go ahead. Oh, I'll, sorry. Let's take it back. Okay, okay. Oh, they're such snoozers. Okay. They're such losers. Oh, I always <laughs> let, I always hold my pee until until they came on the screen. JK, I had to take notes. <laughs> oh, that was the joke? <laughs> <laughs> you killed it for I, me. That wasn't a joke. That was reality. Well, that was I was what boiling we really it up, do. and you mm. just, you know, like. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. I wish we could. I wish the we joke could would be like, back. I would rather someone pee on me at my bachelorette party than watch their segment. But thanks for the reminder again. So much to talk about pee so early in the podcast. Well, who started it? Oh, I did for sure. For sure. For sure, I did. Yeah, you, for sure. This is now. Like, this I is now you, a were la- you were laughing at me for getting peed on. This is now a I Canadian mean, podcast. I would laugh at you too. Oh, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. If that's the worst that happens to you at your bachelorette party, then that's fine. It really was. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. So happy to hear that. (laughs) Anyways, that's it. That's 90 Day, by the way. You knew them both, and that's okay. That's what happens sometimes. Sometimes you pay attention to what's happening in the 90 Day Fiance world. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you knew. And if you guys knew, hey, look at this. We're all in it together. Not much else happened this week. So you get what you get. I do pay attention, but this is this is why I don't see everything. And I guess one, I know that you go and you like check it more than me, but you we follow so many people that I don't see all the updates. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna tell you my secret on how I know so much. I'll but, get you I'll get you drunk on Friday, you'll tell me. Yikes. All right. <laughs> why wait till Friday? You don't want me to pee on you until Friday? Exactly. Got it. I don't, right. I don't want to get peed on my birthday. <laughs> That's true. It's coming up. Leave those reviews, folks. <laughs> All right. You want to get into it? You want to talk about the reason we're here? Sunday night, 90 day, fiance, the OG, the original. The OG. Season eight, episode, I don't even know, 13, 12? I don't know. <laughs> we, before we built it up, I should have known. Yeah, we, we should have checked it out. But again, guys, don't, come here. 13. don't come here for the facts. <laughs> Don't come here for the facts. I don't but know why you guys do, come here, but we're glad you're we, here. We do the research, but... Not on the important things. I mean, what are we? Like, do we know everything? I did some research for this episode, and you're going to be like, you knew that, but you don't know what number episode this is? <laughs> just I'm just wait. like, you know... Just wait. Just going with the flow. Okay. You want to go overall thoughts? You want to just dive right in? Let's dive right in. Okay. Let's do Mike and Natalie. Let's start with Mike and Natalia. 20 days to wed. Natalie is hanging up a birthday banner in the house to celebrate Big Bo's 5-0. Oh, the banner is missing a Y, though. I don't know if you really? saw that. So it's I just, did not. It's happy birthday. It's happy birthday, which is probably how Bo says it. So maybe that's why they do it that it way. It sounds like very, like, what, what accent? Like, what part of the U.S. would say happy birthday? Bo? Yeah. Okay. He's like, happy birthday. Isn't it like a southern accent or like... Happy birthday. No. Like... Uh, Now you're putting me on the spot. I'm not good with accents. You... No, I'm not good with accents. No, me neither. No. But it's happy birthday. Although, I don't know the accent, but I do have a birthday banner story. You do? You kind of know a little bit of it. You're part of it. Okay. Let's let's say it. We'll do it quick because we've already told so many stories already. I'm saving some stories. I don't want to give it up. But guys, someone Uh-oh. else's birthday Uh-oh. is coming up. Let's and save it's it. John's. Let's save it. Let's try to squeeze out a couple more reviews next week. So let's save it. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to save it for next week. Here's my birthday banner story. And it reminded me of it. Watching Natalie hang up birthday. Happy birthday. So all my life growing up. My mom and dad would hang up a happy birthday banner in the home on my birthday. I would come downstairs into the kitchen and boom, 
on the windows that would say happy birthday. It was same banner. Same banner. It was this like <laughs> you guys probably had it growing up too. It was very primary colors, almost a little metallic y cardboard, and it would hang in like a semicircle, right? Eighteen years, I would walk downstairs, happy birthday. I go off to college. I don't think about, oh, I'm going to have a birthday and not have the birthday banner. But I wake up on my birthday and I look (laughs) out to my dorm room windows and boom, (laughs) the birthday banner is there. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what? How is this even (laughs) happening? So my roommate, Mike, he's not listening to this, but he should. Because he would he love that. Sh- he he would love that. But he hung it up. And long story short, my mom ran into Mike while she was dropping me off after spring break. Because, yes, my birthday's in March as well. And they did some secret pass off. And she <laughs> said, You need to hang this up for John. So when he wakes up, he sees it. He did. He nailed it. I wake up, boom. <laughs> 19 years in a row, 20 years in a row, 23, 20, right? All through college, there's the banner. Then I meet T. We go go to Vegas (laughs) over spring break. And, well, not even spring break. It was already after college. We call it spring break. It was March. And we start talking about the story with your aunt and uncle Mm -hmm. because that's who we were staying with. And I'm like, yeah, here's what happened. It's kind of crazy, blah, 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 blah. I wake up on my birthday <laughs> in Las Vegas with T's aunt and uncle. I walk upstairs and boom, <laughs> happy birthday banner. <laughs> Your aunt and uncle went and got the banner. That is so true. Not the exact same one, but very, very, very close and hung it up on the windows. And I mm. immediately took a picture, sent it to my parents and was like, this is incredible. It, it's the most love I think I've ever felt on my birthday Aww. was seeing that banner in Las Vegas, not knowing how it got there. My family loves you. So much love. But yes, so I, I feel a connection to the happy mm-hmm. birthday banner. Natalie's hanging it up. But I'm going to ask you the birthday. story a little bit, right? Sure. My birthday is a few days before John's. We were still in Las Vegas. I got no banner. Yeah, because that's... And I had to share my cake with you. Yeah, that's not your truth. <laughs> my story is that the banner appears everywhere. Oh, I know. And it did. I know. And I loved it. So... I loved it for you. I know. You did. <laughs> so anyway, here we go. It's Bo's birthday, though. The big five O. So Tamara, she rolls up with a cake for Bo, who this is apparently Bo's good friend... And I think we all know what that means. Good friend. A in lady quote. friend. A lady friend, yeah. Let's She's take a, a moment and talk about Tamara's hair. Oh. Same hairstyle hair. as Mike's mom. What is going on in Squim, Washington? Can I say, though, if you look at Bo, he's basically got the male version of that hairstyle, too. Mm-hmm. So really, Mike's the only one who got I out without like that haircut. I feel like they all live in the 80s. Something. <laughs> Something. But I have to say, watching Bo's face with the little party head blowing the candles was very wholesome. That's probably the only wholesome thing about him. 
I think I guess. But, but I just, he yeah. was so happy with his missing teeth. Well, so much happiness. But, <laughs> <laughs> follow me. Follow me with this one because this was apparently a surprise party, right? Yeah. Bo walks in. He's like, "What's up?" Right, <laughs> wearing a birthday hat. Not surprised at all. Wait, so, wait. They put the hat on him. Okay, but it, then he still walked in. What's up? Like, not surprised. Like not, the but, like, like the Bud Light commercial, Budweiser. Yeah, but he wasn't like, what? What's going on? Is this from what is my? Oh my! What kind of surprise party is that? Where I he guess just the, walks in. I do. What's up? But if it was a surprise oh. party, you'd be surprised. I guess, but he's also a Bojangles. He's also on many drugs. Or he's just like living in his own water world. Did you see Tamara was wearing like a magician's robe? I couldn't I couldn't look at anything she but was her wearing, hair. Yeah, she was wearing like an Elton John slash magician's blue sequins almost robe. Good for her. Yeah, very squim fashionable. Very fashionable. With the hair. They the were hair. all yeah. I couldn't were, I couldn't take my eyes off of the hair and all I could think was, wait a minute, it's the same hair as the mom. <laughs> Trish. What is happening? Yeah. What's happening? So they all start singing happy birthday. And I don't know why I'm surprised, but Bo didn't know the lyrics to that song. <laughs> They're all like, happy birthday. And he's like, ah. <laughs> I mean, you don't sing it if you are the one who... Who's celebrated? Who's been celebrated? You just. I don't think. You just make noises. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, nah, Bo, nah. It was out of control. Why not? It was out of control. And then, <laughs> and then, probably the most honest thing that's ever been said in Mike and Natalie's household, Tamara goes, "You made it to fifty, Bo. Nobody expected that." <laughs> Yeah, I lost that? money on that bet. I was in wow. a bet. I was like, nah, Bo's 47. Tops. I was like, wait, he's just 50? I mean, he. I'll, I'll give him 50. I was going to I was gonna go for more like 57. With a feathered hair. and he, he did have like a lot of things hanging around his neck. I did see that. Right? He had like a lanyard with keys. And yeah. Maybe, maybe submit through him like a COVID-19 repellent badge. <laughs> He had a lot of things hanging around his neck. So I mean, yeah. he looked very happy. Oh, yeah. Very happy. He didn't know what was going on, but he was very happy for whatever was happening. I have never had a surprise party, and I, w- I always wanted one. Okay. Well, now you tell me. You don't give me much notice, but now you tell well, me. Well, usually on our birthdays, like, we travel, not this year. Now we're isolated, so... You cannot, you cannot throw me a surprise party that you're going to be the only one in attendance. I would, that would, I would, that would ex- be surprising. Yeah, <laughs> I would expect you to, you know, celebrate with me. But, you know, I always wanted one and I, f- I always do everything for other people. I always threw my parents surprise party. I always woke up early, blew up balloons. Wait, wait, put- wait. On their birthday? Yeah. That's not very surprising. They well, probably expected something. But I always something. did something great for them. Unexpected. I woke up at 4 a.m. I prepared. Like hung a banner yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Surprising. And I know I ever did it. I mean, my parents sometimes blew up some balloons. Yeah. But 
I, I always I always go out of my way for everyone. We're getting too sidetracked, okay? This is I know it's the charming part of the podcast, but too much too I know, much is not charming. I know. So But I feel like, you know, when we don't travel one year, yeah. Maybe you'll throw me one wink wink. Okay, wink wink. Maybe for forty, because you've kind of blown through all the milestones up until forty, I would say. That's very true. Okay. Guys, I'll- don't give him shit. We usually do travel for <laughs> yeah. our birthdays. <laughs> Please so. don't give me shit. So they all start doing shots out of coffee mugs. And what do you know? Natalie is okay with it. She bites her tongue. She doesn't make any snide comments. She was sipping on her tea. Yeah. She just really wants that ring. Forget Jovi. This is a swamp party. She wants the ring back. The ring. Give me the ring. Michael. Mike, Michael. 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 Where is, where is my ring? I like how you can do that accent. That's the only accent you can somewhat do. Because this, I'm just, I literally go straight up check. I'm just, this is very Eastern European. So do, do a Southern accent for the people. My Southern accent. Yeah. I love your Southern accent. (laughs) Do your Southern accent. Do a, do like, oh, just say, I could really go for some okra and grits. Okay. Okay. I could really go for some okra and grits. <laughs> yep, there it is. What, what else? What, what other accent should I do? Nope, that's it. We're being too charming. We're moving on. Okay. So, new day. Mike and Natalie are going fishing. <laughs> They're going fishing. She's all stressed out because of COVID. They had to move the wedding because of the virus, and they haven't chosen a new date. So, she's stressed. Did you see Mike's vest? Like he's trying yeah. to he's trying to teach her how to fish. He's wearing this pro vest. Went to Bass Pro Shops or Cabela. He's like gonna get outfitted, gonna do this thing right. I, how? Yeah. I was just gonna say I was almost like looking through them. I just loved, 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 loved the nature. Oh. That beautiful. looks so beautiful. Be- so I was peaceful. like, get out of the way, Mike so Lanelli. If I had to quarantine there. Okay, oh, fine, forever. I will forever I quarantine thinking. there. I was like, Natalia, enjoy where you are. Right. Because you're whining. coming your way, it's going to be a shit show for a year, and this is what you're surrounded by. Beautiful. 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 The river was like green or blue. It or was like, beautiful. And the it was unbelievable. <laughs> I was just waiting for some fish to like jump out of the water yeah, and you, some bear like catching Like a grizzly it. bear just yes. eating salmon. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And then just like a British guy starts narrating. Picturesque. Picturesque. Yeah, that's your word of the day. Right? That's your word of the day. I mean, you know, my vocabulary is fantastic. I just on point. don't fully use it. So answer me this. How? How is Natalie okay with fishing, but she's worried about setting off fireworks next to a pond? She's okay shoving a hook through a poor fish's mouth, but... Michael, please don't fire off those fireworks in a, the close vicinity of this pond. It's funny you said it because that was my thought. That was one of my thoughts I wrote down. Yeah, get because, your, get, yeah. Like, she is a pes, pescatarian, right? She eats so fish, she does yeah. eat fish. So yeah. she, fishing should be okay with her as it is because she is fishing, but scaring the fish yeah. with the fireworks, which fish don't give a fuck about fireworks. No, I mean, maybe they do. We don't know. We're not, we're not marine biologists. I mean, listen, I'm Pisces. I care for fish. Yeah, but just 
tighten up your character profile. Like, right? are are you pro fish? Are you not? So you're okay hooking them through the gills and killing them, but you're not okay lighting off a couple firecrackers next to them. Like, just tighten that up a little bit. Very Natalie. true. Okay. So she's stressed, though, because her visa expires in three weeks. And because of COVID, the immigration offices, they're closing. Mm-hmm. So Mike, he's not going to do anything he's not ready for. Yeah, I feel like they, and obviously we, we didn't understand what was coming our way. It's no. almost like nostalgic looking at, oh, what was going on back in March 2020. We all were watching the news. We all kind of saw it coming, but we didn't expect. I know. I know. What's going to happen? I thought, oh, working from home for two weeks, fun. One year later, I'm still working from home. I kind of made fun of Ron last episode for being like, well, you know, it's probably just going to disappear in a month Mm -hmm. because now I'm sitting here hindsight. But yeah, in the moment, I was thinking maybe a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were all in that crazy. I know. Just we didn't know. A quick fun story. It's not that oh, fun, but... Even I'm not charmed by this at this point. <laughs> so last year, we went on a vacation at the beginning of March, right? And it was like coronavirus was just happening. It was coming to the U.S. And so my company released this policy saying some people might have to quarantine for two weeks, you know, if you go on a vacation. So I was saying... Hey guys, like I'm going on vacation. Like, see you. Maybe I'll see you in April. Oh, I haven't seen anyone since because I didn't get a chance <laughs> a to go ago. back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hilarious. Isn't that hilarious? No, it's depressing. I, I cr- and people are cracking up. They're like, ha, like totally, like have fun. Right. One year later. Right. Wild. Anyway, so they're fishing. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> Now, they're at that beautiful river. Mike, <laughs> you know he's thinking, I could push her in this river right now and nobody would know a thing. Probably. Hashtag Dateline. Besides the cameras. Oh, true. True. I try, to forget, I try to forget they're there. I try to, I try to live in the reality mm, of this. Look, okay? at, look at you. All right? I'm suspending disbelief. Look at you. Give me that. So, new day, 15 days to wed. Now we're getting down to the wire. So because of COVID, we know things are shutting down. There's this bridal shop. It's open for one more day. So Natalie, she snuck out behind Mike's back. She went to look at dresses. So she's driving Big Blue. She's taking that truck. She's going to the dress shop herself. Here's my question. Does she have a license? Does she have a driver's license? Or when you came to America, could you just take your European driver's license or did you have to take a test? So I'll, I'll tell you the story. And it differs state by state, right? Mm-hmm. But when I came to America, I lived in New Jersey. I could have used my Czech driver's license with an international translation, which okay. I obtained prior to departing the Czech Republic. <laughs> that sounded so official. <laughs> <laughs> For three months. So during oh. those three months. 90 days. I- 90 days. During those three months, with my very, very broken English back then, Mm. I had to study for the American driving exam. Okay. Luckily, I didn't have to do the driving test, which Luckily, because I've been in a car with you. You love when I drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like to drive fast. That's it. (laughs) But anyways, 
I did study. I failed once. Yikes. And the second time I got it. Mm. And why, the reason why I failed was because I didn't understand some of the words. After I failed the test, they told me I could have brought a, trend, I could have brought a dictionary. <laughs> so I basically didn't have to fail because I did study. So the next time I came, they looked at, they just looked at my dictionary, make sure I don't have any notes in it. Right. And I passed my test. I got my license. And that's all I've ever had. And then, you know, when I moved from state to state, I just go and I replace it. But I know New York State, you can use your international driver's license for a year. I have a failing of the driver's test story, but I'm going to save it for next week. Save it because it ties ties in with next week. And anyway, so do you think she could just use her Ukrainian license? For the first three months. Okay. For sure. Well, she has to have the translation. Got it. So I'm, I'm hoping she obtained. And squim, she probably doesn't need a translation, but. Well, I'm sure her. We do things on the up and up on this podcast. So sure. she. I'm sure her Russian or Ukrainian driver's license. How dare you. Doesn't use the English language. Mm -hmm. So mine at least, because Czech is part of the EU. So mine was half in English. Okay. Let's keep it going. Here's the story. Let's keep it going. So. Natalie gets to the dress shop, and maybe the surprise of all surprises, Wanda, the salesperson, she has bangs. <laughs> she has the same haircut. <laughs> it's just, so just it's those, so squim. Just tickling the forehead. Just those bangs just tickling every forehead of squim. So squim. <laughs> so, okay, here's where I got sad. If... I can be honest. Mm-hmm. Natalie dress shopping alone. I could finally picture you by yourself looking for a dress. Mm-hmm. And I should have gone with you. You should have gone I should have totally gone with you. I shouldn't have, but watching Natalie in that dress shop by herself, I was like, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. This is your big moment. I know. Which, again, I still feel better knowing that my mom went with you first. Mm-hmm. You got that out of your system. Mm-hmm. The dre- I'm going dress. That was the first time you ever went wedding dress shopping. Yeah, it was, you were not alone. You were not alone. I didn't like it. But you were not alone the first time. I wasn't alone, but I hated the experience because the bridal show was so busy. So many brides. Do you want to slander them? Who? What was their name? Let's I slander for, them on this podcast. I forgot, but it was so busy. <laughs> so bad. And I had so much anxiety, and I had no reception. My mom was trying to call in. My aunt was trying to call okay. in. The dress I liked didn't fit me. It was just a disaster. So then the second time, you got the complete opposite experience. Yes, you were but by I yourself. Feel like, yeah, I, but I wish I took a moment picking the dress because... The dress was what I wanted, but it wasn't. And I, honestly, it got to the point, thanks to my, what's her name? Ooh. The person who, ta- thanks to my tailor, yes, yes, yes. she finally, she was able to make the dress that I wanted. But I wish if someone was there with me and I could talk them through what I, have, what I had in mind. Yeah. Maybe I could have picked a dress that was a little closer to what I had in mind. Okay. But honestly, long story I short, I loved it at the end. I, I'm glad you did. But did I did. You? Oh yeah, no, I loved it too. But I did get sad seeing Natalie there, and I pictured you too by yourself. And 
thinking, wow, this should be the happiest moment of your life or one of the happiest moments of your life. That definitely wasn't. And it was not. And that, but I, I would not expect it to be. I don't see it as a big deal. What what I see as a big deal was the wedding. Right. And that was awesome. That was perfect. That was perfect. Okay. Luckily, luckily, Natalie had Wanda there, bangs and all, because she was really sweet. She was trying to soothe Natalie's concerns. She was telling Natalie, like, I know things aren't the way you picture them to be, but listen, you can do the legal ceremony. You can have the wedding of your dreams later. Plenty of brides do that. Mm -hmm. So I was happy Wanda was there for her. Right? That is true. So at the dress shop, she is alone. She Skypes her mom. Mm -hmm. So she can at least show someone the dresses. And she's hiding the uncertainties from her mom, right? She's not letting on all that Natalie knows, which is I don't have the ring back. Mm -hmm. I don't know when the date is, but... We got mom on the line, so all is good. So Natalie tries on a few dresses. Third dress is the charm. We have a winner. And on Skype, Natalie's mom was like, beautiful, when's the wedding? Tell me when the wedding is going to be. We don't have a date. Also, I don't know if mom should travel during COVID. No, she should not. Just stay put, mom. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the legal ceremony. Listen, I'm going to... I'm going to be your wedding planner, Mike and Natalie. We're going to do the legal ceremony. Mm-hmm. Just the two of you guys. You can go to the church or not even the church. You can go to the courthouse. And it makes sense for, especially for 90-day couples. Like, come on. Like, you have 90 days to get married. Yeah. Why would you spend 30000 on a wedding? Right. If you, like, half of the people who you want to come, they can't. Right. So just go to the courthouse or the church. Do it quickly. Lock it down. And plan a wedding because we were planning our wedding for a year and a half. A year and a half. A year and a half. All the good bands are booked up a year in advance, Natalie. If you're trying to dance, you got to give them a heads up. And, you know, we wanted a fall wedding. The venue we loved, they only had two weekends left in the fall. Like, it's no fun. And we're looking a year and a half in advance. And I'm so happy we had all this time to plan it because it was fun, but it's a lot of work. And yeah, we had a wedding. Don't we rush had it. a wedding planner. The, the planning, and you guys know this if you have planned a wedding, the planning is part of the fun. Yes. Don't rush it. That's part of the fun. And you, I get it. It's 90 Day Fiance. Do the legal thing. Yeah. Do the legal thing and then do the big and thing. And then get a wedding planner because then get a wedding planner. that's a big help. Or a venue coordinator, yes. as we did. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Teresa, Teresa. Exactly. <laughs> so not. Nat- Natalie <laughs> finds a dress she loves, but she's not going to buy it. It's too expensive. She can't risk it. She's not going to buy this if there's no wedding. Mm-hmm. So she leaves empty handed. New day. Mike is cruising that squim strip by himself. He's stressed out about everything that's unfolding. He doesn't know what's going to happen. What do I do? The clock is ticking. Right. So he gets home. He starts building a fire with Natalie and they sit down and Mike starts going into this monologue. He goes into this monologue about how the world is so messed up right now, how they're running out of time. And even though they're taking the right steps, it feels like nothing's going right. But then God Damn you, Mike. He whips out the ring. The ring. He whips out the ring. 
Dring. Dring. Natalia got dring back. Ring. Someone answer the phone. Ring. <laughs> Whips out the <laughs> ring. Holds it out to Natalie. Just holds it out there. Just a moment of silence for the ring. It was so <laughs> awkward. And she goes, maybe you ask me? Maybe you, uh, maybe you ask me <laughs> if you want? It's like, oh, uh, come on, Natalie. So... Really? Really? After all this time, you know that's why, what you're going to do to us? Why it was so awkward? Because he did propose to her before. Yeah. And this is all her fault because she threw it back at him. Right. She was scrounging through that smelly closet looking for the ring and oh, was going to yeah. just slide it on her finger and hope nobody noticed. But now he holds it out there and she's like, maybe you ask me. So Mike, big Mike, he's the big man. He goes, will you be my fiance again? <laughs> again? Again. Okay. If that wasn't enough, Natalie starts going. All right. Does this mean you forgive me? Can we start over? Clean slate? You know, a little clean oh, slate? Little, Natalia. Uh, little uh, wet sponge on the chalkboard? A little clean slate action? Like, oh, come on. Like, like why, why can't she just say yes? Yeah. Thank you. And Mike, Mike giving the ring back shows, in a sense, that he's over mm-hmm. it. He may not forgive and forget, well, but he's over it. Natalia. Nat- Nat- Natalie. Natasha. This is how you move forward from the past. You don't talk about the past. Right. You don't talk about right. forgiving because you did talk about it You before. need to be over it too, Natalie. Right? Yeah. If you argue over something, you both decide, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's, let's move, on. move on. So let's move on. So Mike is just like, do you want the ring or not? Oh, I thought he's going to just like, you know what? I'm not giving it to you. This is over. He's like, producers, how many more episodes do we have in this season? <laughs> oh, only like a couple. All right, I guess I got to give her the ring. We don't have enough time to do this again. So gives her the ring. Natalie accepts. Woohoo, right? And then Mike hits us with the first COVID corny. He goes, now that you got a big rock on your finger, you want to go practice some non-social distancing? Oh, Michael. Oh. Oh my god. I wonder if the ring is real. You know, the only reason why yeah, I'm I saying it, this yeah, is because why? I believe the first time it was and I think it's then, the same ring. It's yes, the same but ring. I feel like I would be so pissed at her that I would probably <laughs> sell it. Yeah, he pawned it off. I would sell it pawn, and I would just get shot. something fake in case she really comes back and hmm. look at you. Look no, at but you. because what she nope. did No, nope. look at you. Thank you. No, I'm not saying it in a good way. I'm saying thank you because what she did was so wrong. If you threw mm. your ring back at me, I, we would be so over it. Yeah. I think that's so disrespectful. So disrespectful. So that's why I'm saying like, if I was Michael and, you know, she was coming back, I would be like, let's get the party started. I'm going to sell the <laughs> ring. I'm going to throw a party. Enjoy this cubic zirconia. I'm going to get her the cubic zirconium for $50 <laughs> and she will know. Yeah. Because she might she will probably throw it back at me again. <laughs> so So that's so that's that. Look at Natalie. She has her ring, but she got the ring back. As we saw in the upcoming attractions. Oh my gosh. I'm so curious because the previews were 
Spicy. <laughs> let's let's wait until we see what happens. Oh, I can't wait. I'm actually very, very curious to see. What happens, right? Yes, what happens? I'm, I have an idea of what happens. Natalie goes back to her old shitty self and Mike's like, pass the ring back. Not even that. Well, yes, but the previews basically showed that, you know, they're breaking up. Yeah. Which I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. We need to know. We need to we'll know. We'll find is out. It, is it Sunday yet? Is it Sunday But let's yet? move on to our next couple. BJ? Brendan and Julia. Make a little room for Jesus. Make a little room for Jesus. <laughs> always, always make room for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? No, you don't, you no, dirty I don't. girl. I don't. You dirty girl. So 52 days to wed. BJ, R&B. R&B. Ron and Betty, they've never danced to R&B, I'll tell you that. Ron you and don't Betty. know that. Mm, know it. Definitely know it. I mean, it. they bang in the jacuzzi. So. They know. So they're all <laughs> headed. They're all headed to the church for a little tour. Patty, the church warden, shows up. She starts giving. What a is t- warden? Is she like the she's like a minister's volunteer. wife? Probably, probably bang. Or is she whatever the, his name is was. she I the didn't. nun? Like the main nun? No, no. She's like a volunteer. She okay. volunteers at the church, and she's giving a tour of this place. It's no ARE. There's no giant crystals there, but it's a nice church. <laughs> it's everything Julia's dreamed of. Apparently. Except for the fact that Julia's groom doesn't seem to be aware of anything going on. He doesn't seem excited at all. And yeah. it's like, I get it. The girl is always more into all the wedding stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You were definitely all into it. Yep. <laughs> I didn't care at all. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> you did care. I did care too. So we were looking at a few venues together and we both fell in love with the first one. I cared about one thing in particular. What was it? The music. Yes. I cared about, I was in charge of finding the band. And then I was, I had 25% stake in the venue, I would say. I gave you 75% Mm -hmm. and I had 25% stake in the venue. And I have this thing for old New England inns. Mm-hmm. So that was my mm. go-to, and we were, like, trying to find something, and we did. It was the first one we saw, and I was like, that's it. I love it. My mind was made up, even though we went to see a few other venues. Yeah. I was like, that's it. It was, yeah, was all beautiful. I ever wanted. It was so beautiful and so old. All so I ever wanted. We were both into it. We were both loving yeah. it. Brandon, not so much. He's not really a part of his own wedding. He doesn't know who's coming to the wedding. He doesn't know how many people are going to be there. And Julia is not, not thrilled that Brandon's so checked out in this whole process. I mean, I would kind of be upset too if you didn't care at all. Oh, yeah. He just stands there like, oh, I don't know. Am I getting married? I don't know. Like, I get it. Again, it's all about the bride, but the groom, it's your wedding too. You should have a little to say. This is why sharing a bedroom was a bad idea. Because as soon as Brandon got the sex, he stopped caring. He stopped trying. If, that's all that's all he is about. The bugs is. and the sex dime. <laughs> if he if he couldn't smash, he would be like, All right, I'm gonna do everything I need to do to be able to smash Julia right now. But he's smashing and he's like, Whatever, I got what I want. Like I'm not I don't I care. Get, but I also feel like he wants to be with her and he doesn't need anything fancy it's 
And I believe a lot of guys are like that. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't, yeah, he's not a fancy guy, that's for sure. I mean, he's got a Nissan sports car, but aside from that, he's yeah. a pest but control this, you know, technician. You cared about the music, so did I. We both cared about the food because I made a point I wanted our wedding to have good food. Right, right. And so we both cared about that and the visuals too. Like we, But we also cared about, and I think maybe they'll care about the reception. We're kind of talking a lot about the reception. This is the ceremony. We both knew, hey, if we can do it outside, let's do it outside. Mm-hmm. Let's not do a religious thing. Mm-hmm. Let's make it bilingual. Mm-hmm. So we were both invested in this ceremony yes. too, which is really what this is all about. Plus we basically had a destination wedding. For... Us, not for anyone else. Well, everyone else was staying there too. True. But we had it in New England. All of my family and friends are from New England. We had to fly up. Your aunt and uncle had to fly in. Yeah. Well, my whole Czech family had to fly up. But not not that. Yeah, it's true. That's true. From Europe. From Europe, it was destination. Everyone lived like two hours away. So that's still a long time to drive if you want to drink. That's true. I feel kind of bad that I. Forgot about everyone flying in from Europe. How many a lot people? Of, how a many lot people? Of. All right. 15, 15-ish? Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a good, a good amount a good of, basically everyone, we didn't have, oh, bride side and groom side because my side would be half empty. Right. But yeah, like a lot of people came from Europe and I was very was happy awesome. about it. It was, it. Awesome. it was so awesome. So, okay. They're talking about the ceremony. Brandon is clueless and Betty goes, this is the first time he's been engaged. And Julia, with the burn of all burns, goes, okay, second time, you'd be fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, Julia. Like, already thinking about that second marriage. I like I like Julia and Yara's sense of humor. And I'm saying it now because I bashed on them the first couple episodes. I think Yara has a sense of humor. I don't. I think Julia has this accidental sense of humor. Maybe I don't think she knows what she's saying. Maybe, but she in, she makes it sound funny. But I don't think that's her intention. Okay. I don't think she's trying to be sarcastic, but she <laughs> somehow makes it. Okay. All right. Hey, listen. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, or something like that. I don't know. Sure. What saying. Sure. So also, just want to call this out, Brandon. Take that damn. Pest control jacket off. I was just going to say, that's what I'm saying. He loves the box. Because they blur it. It's always blurred. It's one thing if you're going to get free press. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're blurring it. So I feel like maybe his company was saying, hey, keep the the jacket on and do a little promotion. And TLC goes like, (laughs) like, we're not promoting that. Yeah, maybe TLC is like, okay, we will leave it in if they can pay, you know, 500 mm-hmm. an episode or yeah. something. And they wouldn't. Yeah, because take it off, dude. You're blurring it in every mm-hmm. shot. Doesn't make any sense. And we sense. all know that that's your work jacket. <laughs> so, okay, then this is where it gets good. The date comes up because they're, they're trying to book this church. I could not believe what I heard, actually. But so, keep going. Okay, the date. When are you guys, are you guys thinking of getting married? May 9th. May 9th. And Patty, the church warden, she's like, oh, my good, that's Mother's Day weekend. I mean, listen, <laughs> I love my mom. I yeah. always get her a gift or I send her a You're nice so flower yeah. or something, right? 
Yeah. But hey, mom, if I want to get married on Mother's Day, my mom would be like, hell yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. More love. It's special, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's it happens special. every year. It happens every year. Patty goes, why in the world would you ever get married on Mother's She's like, that Day? That might be tricky. That might, that might be She's tricky. Like, it's a very busy time in Dinwiddie. So, like, there are a lot of needy mothers. Do all the moms come to church? <laughs> she goes, there must be some incredible significance for you to choose Mother's Day weekend. And hey, there is. But Julia seems to be the only one knowing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, so, so why May 9th? Like, Brandon goes, that's Julia's favorite number? Like he was like a little kid. I, I just wanted to hand him a lollipop because... That's what he looked like, just standing there, no, I want knowing to nothing. Kick him in the ass, cause come on, bro, like get it together. But this is this is what striked me. You ready? And yeah. I'm sure you know. Ma- they wanted to get married on a Saturday. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Mother's <laughs> Day was on Sunday. Teresa. Teresa, it's a very busy time in Dinwiddie. Oh, my gosh. It's a very busy Listen, time. I was, <laughs> I, maybe, maybe somehow I could understand that Betty didn't want to share her special day with Julia, Mother's yeah. Day. Yeah. But they were getting married or they, they want to get married on a Saturday. Yeah. Mother's Day is on a Sunday. You ever what? Like you ever been? You ever been in New York City like during the Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving? Oh yeah. It's like that's like Mother's Day in Dinwiddie. It is a very busy time. I never woke up that early, <laughs> but I watched busy. it on TV. We went once. It was very. Cold. I lived <laughs> in New York or New York suburbs for ten years or eight years. I have never made it to the Macy's Thanksgiving I parade. I went once. I didn't mean to distract you. I'm just saying Mother's Day weekend you is You just a totally distracted very, me. Now I'm just thinking about time. the balloons. So Julia, <laughs> Julia's like, no, like it's not my favorite number. The reason the ninth is so important, that's the day. That's the day. Brandon, not May 9th, just the ninth just of the any ninth. month. Yeah, That's the day Brandon texted me, you look like my future wife. Wow. Julia, why don't you tell the rest of that story about how you were half naked dancing in a Ukrainian (laughs) cage? (laughs) I'm sure Patty would love to hear that. I still, I'm still very curious how they actually met. Like, we know it. It makes zero sense. Exactly. It makes zero sense. Exactly. We know it, but we don't. It's hard enough to talk to a girl at the club when you're there in person. Mm -hmm. Like, hey. Hey, yeah, you want to dance? You want like what? You want to dance? Like what? This guy's on the cell phone video. Like you look like my future wife. Mm-hmm. Makes zero sense. Well, but long story short, even long story short, Brandon's a douchebag. Doesn't well, yeah, know anything I was just gonna say, wife. Even to if the story sounds crazy and we don't know exactly what happened, she is here. They are getting married. Yeah, and. May 9th is the day. So, Brand, maybe it's the day. Brandon goes, like, hey, the ceremony is not my thing. Strike one. But okay, he, also said, strike he one. also said the reception is not my thing either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you're upset with me because I don't share the female fantasy of a wedding day. <laughs> Bro, strike two and strike three right mm-hmm. there. Walk away. Like. You're done. 
I don't share the female fantasy of a wedding day. Listen, Brandon, I don't either in the sense of I can't wait to put on a dress and get my hair done. But I do share the excitement Mm -hmm. about a day where you get to marry the love of your life Mm -hmm. in front of all your friends and family and party. Oh, yeah. Like it's 1999 and get down and drink and everyone is there holding your chair up, having the gila style, you know, like it is a party to be remembered. And that is the fantasy. Yeah. It's not. Oh, I don't feel the, I don't share the female fantasy. He's trying to be too cool for school. What are you talking about, bro? Take off your pest control shirt (laughs) that they're blurring out and let's party because that's what it is. It's a party. It is a celebration of love. And if you can't get fired up about a celebration of love, what are you doing? John and I, we did shots right after we said I do. Oh, we did shots. So we did Let's just let's just say it. I walked down the aisle to the Jurassic Park theme song. Yeah. Because we like to party. And we love the Jurassic Park. <laughs> and then we did our bilingual ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then the guitars tried to launch into James Taylor's Isn't She Lovely? But your aunt <laughs> said, bah, 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 bah. wait, please stop. Hold on. Not so fast. We're about to do shots of Slivovitsa up here. And we had a here. sidebar already right next so we to had, the arch. we had eight shots of Slivovitsa brought up to One us. One shot of filled with water because we're my there. dad is sick. Yeah, he's dead. But we're hoping very soon he'll be able to take yes. real shots. Of, but we did shots. Our parents did shots. Our best man and, and made of honor. Because that's how we get down. And we did Nazdravi and we took a shot right after he said I do and I loved it. And then we walked Back down the yeah. aisle because Brandon, that's the fantasy. And is that's the let's fun. Party. Wasn't it fun? It was the best. It was so much fun. It was the best. And Brandon's here sitting with a frown on his face and bug stains on his shirt. Like, this is not my fantasy. He goes, he goes, you want me to be someone that I'm not. Like, yeah, she wants you to be someone who's excited to get married mm-hmm. to a girl who left everything and everyone she knows yep. to come be with you. Right? Like, maybe you don't want a huge wedding. You might not be running around with excitement. But if you can't be happy about your wedding day, mm-hmm. you're probably marrying the wrong person. Yep. She, he probably wants to marry Betty. I get <laughs> it. He probably wants to marry Mommy. He wants to suck on that chest milk. Oh, wait, let's not go with that. He wants that chest ew, milk, Teresa. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> I'm done with Brandon and Julia. I'm yeah, done. me too. I mean, the only... Uh, the only thing that happened afterwards was she was crying in the church. Brandon was trying to explain himself, which made no sense. Oh, because he's a little baby who's well, not ready both, to get married. He is a child. He looks like a child. He acts like a child. The only thing is that he's not a child. He's 27 years old. Bro, you're marrying a Russian go-go dancer. It's time you man up or she's going to move to D.C. and find a man. That's all I have to say about that. Same. All right. Let's go to our next couple, Joey and Yara. <laughs> 12 days until Jovi leaves for work. Five days since their last fight, probably. Are you, you enjoying know? my intros? Loving them. I'm like giving them, like, I'm like singing a little bit. I thought I'll do something <laughs> a little special. You're really hyping like, it up. Joey and Yara. You're almost like uh, Vince McMahon. Is it Vince McMahon? 
I'm so not good no with idea. sports. When he's like, let's, no, um, it's like a boxing. Mm. It's a boxing. You announce. lost me. I'm you sorry. Lost me. I'm sorry. Let's go back to 90 Day Fiance. Let's talk about something we know. Why would we try to talk about sports on <laughs> yeah, this podcast? No <laughs> so, Jovi and Yara, they are romping around the swamp. They're having a good time. <laughs> They're living it up. Right? Yara, she's starting to feel better about staying. Yeah. And watching them just having fun in the streets of New Orleans, I felt nostalgic. In a For sense, we've never been to New Orleans. Let me finish. Let yeah. me finish. I feel nostalgic. I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the best video of all time. What do you mean? You don't know that reference? No. Kanye West, Taylor Swift, MTV oh, yes. Music video. Yeah, I know. Taylor Swift's like. At first, I was excited because I was winning the award. Then I was excited because Kanye was there, and then I wasn't excited anymore. <laughs> And this is the third podcast in a row I've mentioned my Taylor Swift documentary. Yeah. Well, Sorry. let me finish my Sorry. thought. I'll let you finish, but. We have never been to New Orleans, although it's on our list. It's been there pre-COVID. We'll mm-hmm. go. But just seeing them having fun surrounded by people, that's what made me nostalgic. It I wasn't COVID times, was it? It was right before. Because I was about to make a note how, wow, you're I going to a strip club. right before because you see there are no restrictions. They don't travel with masks. Like right. you right. would at least have to have a mask at the airport. If nothing, they don't. So it was definitely pre-COVID as far as I can tell. But I just felt like, oh my gosh. I miss this. I miss going out. I miss having fun. Well, we do have fun. We do have fun at home. I'm so sorry. It's like a sad sad turn. Of course, we do have fun at home, but I miss going out. We love to party. We love concerts. We love live music. We love just doing fun stuff. And as much as I enjoy being home with you... I, I, I'm we want to get back to our old self. Of yeah, course, like I'm excited. I can wait to go out and have fun at a bar and go to a concert and you know, not wearing a mask and or not being. Oh my gosh, like this person next to me just sneezed. Like, what's happening? Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're almost there. Okay, I know. Isn't it ironic though that they're having fun? They're out on Bourbon Street. They're living it up. Yara was so against this at first, but now she's enjoying it. But she's enjoying it while she's pregnant, right? So she can't can't even actually enjoy it. She was first, she was there for weeks, like, oh, Jovi drinks too much. Mm -hmm. I don't like this party, Jovi, swamp Jovi. And now she's pregnant and she's out there living it up, loving it. But you know what I think it is? I think it's the fact that, as she said, He's spending more time with her. He's hanging yeah. out with her. Yeah. He's showing her around. Which is good on which is good on Jovi. Yeah. He should be doing this. They went to what we saw was them at a parade. It was the Crew de Vous parade. Mm. I looked this up and this is what it's known for. It's known for adult themes and costumes. I love it. Okay. Can well, we go? Yeah, put the <laughs> shot in our arms. Let's go. Do you know what the theme for 2020 was no erection Ooh. <laughs> the theme was erection 2020 love it you want to know what some past themes were sure the city of yes yes oh god yes love it and comes early interesting that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's 
it's very sexual, it's but It's a true. sexual, erotic, adult-themed parade, and pregnant Yara was loving it. I would love it, too. All right. All right. So, eight days to wed. Yara and Mama Gwen, they're heading dress shopping. Yara has one stipulation when it comes to the dress. Two stipulations, I guess. Tiny and sexy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello. Hello. Don't you think Mama Gwen looks like Barbara Streisand? No. Hmm. And I, I love Mama Gwen. Like, I love Mama Gwen. Do you love Barbara Streisand? Do this song. I know you want to do this Barbara song. Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Was Barbara Streisand in Meet the Fockers? Yes, I think she was the mom. Yeah, I love Barbara Streisand. I love Mama Gwen, though. Like, Mama Gwen, she's taking Yara dress shopping, and she goes, this is so weird, going wedding dress shopping for a wedding I'm not invited to. I think this was a very beautiful moment between Yara and Mama Gwen, a.k.a. Barbara Streisand of the swamp. (laughs) Barbara Swamp I was just going to say that. I can't believe you did that. That's not it. You know we're we're like one person. Totally. So they show up at this dress shop, and Mama Gwen's like, all right, you're getting married in Vegas. Nothing too over the top, which my first thought was like, when did you guys decide it was okay to get married in Vegas? We saw that there was talk of Vegas, but it always seemed like there was contention. But now Mama Gwen's signed, sealed, and delivered on I almost she's okay count, with it. Like, I, I knew they want to do it. They talked about so she's it. she's fine and- with it. So they're doing a Vegas thing, so nothing too formal, mm-hmm. I guess. The sales associate goes, any particular color you're looking for? White? It's white. Maybe. It's Vegas. It's a we- well, it's a wedding. True. Maybe but white. it's also Vegas. But I loved what she picked for Vegas. Silver dresses. Yara said white, and then she starts pulling silver dresses. Well, because you, I think the dresses would have been white minus all the sparkles. Maybe. Sparkle. I can't even say it. Say Dude. it. Sparkles. Sparkles. Robin Sparkles. Robin Sparkles. How I Met Your Mother. Shout out to How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> no, but I I thought Two what beavers she picked are better than, than one. one. <laughs> it's a different so, show. Twice as fun. But listen, yeah. what she picked for Vegas, I thought it was perfect. Yara didn't. At first, Yara was like, I don't like this. Like, I'm a stylish person. I don't know what the well, hell's yeah, going on here. Well, yeah, but whatever she tried on looked good. I liked both. Well, the first dress looked like a prom. It looked like she was going to prom. High mm. slit, nothing too fancy about it. It looked like a girl trying to get laid for the first time. <laughs> it was a Maybe, prom Maybe, but dress. the second one was, was a so very Vegas appropriate. So she's trying on these dresses. Mama Gwen brings up the guest list, asking Yara, have you considered inviting anyone else? Yara doesn't have an answer yet. But as soon as she comes out in that dress, Gwen starts getting emotional. Gwen starts getting a little teary-eyed. And Yara's like, what? Like, what's going on? What are you doing? What are you feeling right now? And Gwen says, somebody is finally going to marry my kid. This is emotional. Mm-hmm. And this is wrong. Gwen's a sweetheart. I love Gwen. She's like, I'm happy you invited me dress shopping. She is happy just that she got that much from Yara. Just the invite. To get the wedding invite. Of course. So Yara realizes it's so important to Gwen. This wedding is so important. And she says, if it means so much to you, Gwen, I want you Mm -hmm. to come to the wedding. And 
That was beautiful. Well, here's what I appreciated about that. She didn't say, okay, you can come to the wedding. Yeah. She said in her broken English, I want you to come. Mm-hmm. Which is also another theme of Cru de Vue. And she also said in her interview, she felt guilty. Yeah. So, but as we learn a little later, and I'm sure it's not as important, so I can say it now. Mama Gwen is not the only one coming to the wedding. Oh, yeah, they actually the decided are. a few friends in the fam which is are good. Come. Yeah. Which is good. Like they can all do the Vegas legal thing and then show up for a big wedding if yeah. there's one. And especially with COVID coming, you don't know when you're going to be able to do an actual wedding. Right. So you might as right. well have your family and friends there. Right. So that's good. So of course Yara extends the invite. And then the next dress, she comes out and Gwen is like, oh, yes, that's the one. That's, I'm coming to the wedding. That's the dress. I like that dress. It was, it was good. It was sparkly. It was fine. I'm, I'm a sucker for long sleeve dresses. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I had a long sleeve dress just because we get married in the fall. But I, that was my thing. I will say I did get a little emotional during this scene. I don't know why. I don't know why. Did you get emotional when you saw me for the first time? I'm not saying I got emotional when I saw Yara. I got emotional when Gwen got the invite. Mm. You know, I was like, this is a family. This is a family moment. And I got emotional. It was weird. I got emotional. Okay. I also All think right. the whole baby situation plays no, into it. I don't care it. about that. I don't care about that. No, but I feel like it all like seals it. You know, like they are getting married. They are a real couple. They are going to have a baby. I feel like it almost makes Mama Gwen more calm seeing sure. all this. Well, Mama Gwen was so excited about the baby. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I love Mama Gwen. She's just here for it. She's embracing all of it. She's embracing the child. She wants to embrace the wedding. Finally, she got the invite so she can do that. And she that. also said she didn't see Yara the way she sees her now. Right. Now, now she's a daughter-in-law. Yes. Now she sees her for who she is. Very she doesn't emotional. see her it's as very emotional. Oh, this know. Ukrainian coming here just stealing my emotion. son. Let me be emotional, okay? All right, let's move on to the bachelor party. Well, it's before that, you, you can't skip over the fact that Yara slipped in the street. Oh, yes. <laughs> but nothing happened. She was okay. At least she learned her lesson that, yes, urine is slippery. Very true. Sounds like New Orleans. <laughs> when the streets are flooded with urine, you got to be careful. But it's good. It's fine. She's okay. The baby's okay. But Jovi's like, the timing sucks. Yara getting hurt sucks because it's my batch party tonight. And your boy's not going to miss out on his batch party. Not for nothing. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't care. I'm going to my batch party. Like, I feel like Yara could go into labor and he would still try to sneak one more lap dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Swamp Jovi. Swamp Jovi's going to do what but Swamp Jovi does. I was, so this, this conversation was interesting. On one hand, I was feeling Yara. She just fell, but she's okay, luckily. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. And she probably didn't want Jovi to go. And Jovi followed us saying, he's like, maybe I shouldn't go, but let's see what Yara thinks. So then Yara goes like, you know, you've been so good to me. Maybe you can go out for an hour and a half. <laughs> and that's where I was like, girlfriend, you either have to let him go out or tell him 
hey, I don't feel comfortable because I just, you know, fell. Right. I want you to stay here. Don't tell him go out for an hour and a half because I mean, don't give a time limit. Yes. But you could present it in the sense of I want you to go out, but I also want you to be here. Make up your like. She said two hours max. She's like, (laughs) yeah, Joey's like, well, all right, hold on. Like the average lap dance at the penthouse club is five minutes. Divide that by two hours. That's 24. But Charity always does buy one, get one. Shout out to her name. So that'd be 36 dances. There's no way two hours is going to cut it. Like Joey's the rain man of strip clubs. Oh, yeah. Joey's the make it rain man. Do you think those were real dollars? Oh, stacks. He had really? I thought you go to a strip club, you get like strip club money (laughs) with like bunnies. I mean, you can, you can't, that, that's a thing too. I've seen it on on TV. No, that's a thing too, but I've never been to those strip clubs. I've also never been to a double decker strip club like Joby went to, but yeah, you can go to scores and you can get scores dollars, but all the low end strip clubs I go to, I use my crinkly, my crinkly cash. You're not going anymore. Okay. You'll come. You'll come. Well, you went with also another crew to view. You went with theme. one of your friends after he got a divorce. Yeah, which I understood. Yeah. yeah, it's a time of mourning. But I just feel like you know it's fun to go like once a year, sure. But I also want to smoke cigars. I don't think you can really do that at <laughs> yeah. strip clubs. I went to two strip clubs that night, and the first one you could smoke cigars. Oh. It was beautiful. Then I would go. That's yeah. all I care about. You light up a cigar. You I have just, a beer. I just want the nicotine. You, <laughs> I'm a former smoker, as you can see. Any chance I get to get some nicotine Yikes. in my body? Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. So, yeah, cut to Bourbon Street. Hide your friends. Hide your wives. Hide your cousins. It's party time, right? Of course. They have a couple of drinks. Joey's out there with Kaz and who? What's his other friend's name? Klein. Klein, right? It was so Vegasy, just like grabbing those like long Well, that's the grenade. That's drinks. the grenade. That's a... That's a famous New Orleans drink. So they have, mm. they have a couple of those. Of course, they end up heading to the strip club. Joby's home away from home. And Klein's like, oh, like, I can't go in there. I got a wife and a kid. I'm wearing a Patagonia no, t-shirt. He, like, he has a girlfriend who... Oh, I got a girlfriend. girlfriend. Sarah. I got a kid. Got this Patagonia t-shirt and on. There's no so, way. I'm, I was like, go, Klein. I love you for this. So just Kaz and Jovi head in. And Swamp Jovi making it rain. Now we know why it's so swampy down there. <laughs> because it is a non-stop rain shower in that strip club. Yara, like, Yara starts calling Jovi, but he's ignoring it. He's he's playing carnival games on that stripper's vagina he's just like i didn't know you can touch strippers if you pay the price i mean i know you know i know you can get a lap dance but i don't think that strippers can just come and turn your lap and shut well we need to go to a strip club then because i've been to a strip club i know you'll go home smelling like strawberry palm one of the girls made me so sad oh they all she was a russian and this has nothing to do with Yara or anyone, she was a Russian girl, and she was telling me she's trying to 
put herself through a community college, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I gave her ten dollars. Yeah. Oh well, did I gave I? her ten dollars, and then I, I spent like forty dollars on two drinks. Did I meet the same stripper? Because really, when you're talking about the story of me going out with my friend who got a divorce, this woman came up to me and she's like, "I'm a struggling writer. Can I send you my work? I need to go to school." Like, where were like, you? I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but I'm like, this is not sexy. (laughs) Like, this is not how you make money, I don't think. But maybe, maybe they saw me. They're like, this looks like a sweet guy. Maybe my sad story will elicit more money than my boots. Like, um, here goes my $10. I was like, good luck with your finals. (laughs) (laughs) If you need a study buddy, call me. I feel bad, but... I, so I ended up at the strip club by an accident. Sure. That's went, what we all say when we get caught. No, but I went to a hockey game with my old roommate, as mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and my landlord went and his wife <laughs> who was Czech, bunch of Czech people, right? Yeah. So after, I'm like, oh, let's all go home. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, there's a strip club. Let's go to the strip club for a little bit. And <laughs> there's like a bunch of Czech people went to a strip club. Yeah. And me and my roommate, we were like, we didn't like necessarily love this. We were just like kind of vibing it, just like drinking at the bar. And that's how I ended up giving my $10 to this girl because she just started telling us her story. I was like. She was in school? Yeah. I was like talking to her. <laughs> she didn't even give me a lap dance or anything. I just gave her $10 because I felt so bad. She was like, can we go over some flashcards? And they're like, whoa, that's not the flashing I was thinking we were going to do. I literally didn't even get anything out of my $10. I mean, that's I a strip club. Felt bad. That's a strip club right there. You never get anything. So that's my experience. Well, it's a sad experience. We'll, <laughs> we'll go. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make good on a strip club experience. We'll do it. So I'll go to a male strip club. No. Yes. No. Yes. Which strip club are you going to? Not that one. <laughs> that sounds off. I want some magic mic action. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyways, Kaz is there being a bad influence because Kaz is the guy that needs to get married. Kaz is your single friend who's in his 30s, who's going to the strip clubs, just like, come on, like, lab dances, let's do it. It's like, bro. He's like, I want you to go upstairs and have fun. And I was thinking, like, you are such a such a single idiot. Side note: That girl who was sitting on Joby's lap, very attractive. Never been to a strip club with a girl that looked like that. I don't believe was she. she? Yeah, she was very attractive. Maybe you looked like the girl I gave ten dollars to. <laughs> <laughs> She's still stripping, but also I'm very surprised they let cameras into a strip club because every time I take my cell phone out to take pictures, the bouncers are not happy. <laughs> If you're with TLC, it's okay. The Learning Channel, I guess. We're all learning I guess. But also, guys, Jim doesn't go to strip clubs. He went once. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Once. When do you go? Just just that one time. Okay, let's be honest. You're in Mm -hmm. a relationship. You went once. Oh, when we were together? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. You went once with your sad, divorced friend. I think once. No, I think. I know it. In my lifetime, I've probably gone five times. Yes. Four times before me. Yeah. Anywho, can we move on? I mean, you just tell me. I'll I'll dance around. I believe it. I don't. We don't have a pole, but well, we'll know, buy one on Amazon. You know, I, can, sure. I can whip out a dance. All right, all right. <laughs> Should we end this podcast right now? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Let's go. All right, let's let's talk about the opposite of of the excitement of a strip club. Let's talk about Tariq and Hazel. 
ugh, the bathroom break couple <sighs> of the season. And they looked so spicy at the beginning with this whole, oh, let's get a girlfriend. But now <laughs> it's just, well, let's get a girlfriend. Like, Look at you. Oh, oh, let's, I know. Now it's work. Like, now it's work. But I was very proud of Tariq for breaking out, breaking up the box. Oh. Because. Oh, as he says. People have to do it for recycling. He says, tearing up boxes. He's like, I'm tearing up boxes, which is an X-rated name for his next song. Breaking up, breaking down, breaking, what do you, what's the right? I don't know. What do you do with a box? Uh, I give you a box. What are you going to do? Break down the box. You're going to break down the box. Yeah, Tariq's a little more X-rated. I was very proud of him because I always do it. One time, Jen and I didn't. We just carried yeah. a full box to our trash place. Yeah. And we saw the person who's picking out the boxes. It was this old man. And we felt bad that we didn't break it, out, break it down for him. We learned our lesson. So yes. Hazel comes in and wants to talk. Classic Hazel wanting to stop Tariq from tearing up other boxes. If you know what I mean. Hazel wants to talk about the minty FaceTime. It's so boring. It's so, I can't take, you know why? She keeps saying, I want a girlfriend. I want a girlfriend. And then there is a girlfriend. I'm so jealous. I, I don't know if to, I cannot trust Tariq. Like, she wants a girlfriend. Want? She wants a girlfriend. She doesn't want to throuple. She wants a girlfriend for herself. That's all it is. But why don't you leave Tariq? That's she the thing. should. No, she should. But and I also maybe think she will. She, I think she is into Tariq. I think that's the issue. Maybe. She thinks she's done nothing. She's done nothing listen, on this show to make me think she's into Tariq. Listen, she thinks she can juggle both. I don't think she thinks that. I, I think she think thinks she I does. want a girlfriend. No, I think she thinks she can juggle both, but she cannot. Okay. I mean, you she's cannot. shown us. She's shown us nothing in the terms of I want a throuple. She's shown us a lot in the sense of. I want a girlfriend. She said it's my dream to have a girlfriend. She's looking for mm-hmm. a girlfriend. She's done nothing to prove that she wants a throuple. Even, I mean, I don't even know. Min, even Minty says she doesn't think she actually wants a girlfriend. Which I don't know why Listen, she's maybe it's that. all on Tariq. Maybe it's all Tariq's game. He wants a girlfriend Minty and is this saying, is the game. Minty's saying she doesn't want a girlfriend because she can't believe Hazel wouldn't be into her. And the only reason Hazel's not into her is because Minty's into Tariq. Here's what it is. Hazel wants a girlfriend. Tariq wants to be with Minty. That's it. Do you think so? It's very simple. It's well, very simple. I think the only reason why Tariq wants to be with Minty is because she's th- she's Thai. Yeah. And he's into this whole not, Thai culture. That's one aspect of it. He's attracted to Minty. I think he's attracted to Hazel too. I think he's attracted to Hazel too. But Hazel too. came first, so now he's and I think saying, he's okay with you know that. what? I think let's he's okay with that. Let's just do Hazel because she's already here. Right. I let's, think he's, let's make my life easier. So Hazel lays down the hammer saying... Look, an X is an X. There should be no more communication between you two. And it should just be us. And Tariq feels like Hazel's trying to make him out to be this bad guy because he doesn't think he's done anything wrong. I got to say I'm team Hazel on this. There's no reason to be calling up Minty. Like, be done with her. I know you wanted to check on her Shoot, during but COVID. why do you want to have a girlfriend? Who, Hazel? Yes. Because this that's whole what she's thing, into. This whole thing is just... You either want to have a third person or yeah. you don't. Yes, but you have to find the right third person. 
Okay, okay. But the only reason why she doesn't like Minty is because she's jealous of her. You don't exactly. think the next girl she's gonna be jealous of? So let's say, oh, they find a new girl. They both like her, but all oh, of a sudden, of course. Listen, we've oh, never been in throuples. She likes she likes Sarik a little more, so I don't like her anymore. Move moving on. We've Come never on. been in a throuple, and so we will we, never be. So we can't. We will say, never be. No, we won't. But we can't accurately judge. All I'm saying is, I don't know that Hazel wants to be in a throuple. I do know she wants a girlfriend. She yes, said it. But then she's on the wrong, like, not necessarily on the wrong show. She's on the right show, but with the wrong guy. Maybe. With the wrong sex. Maybe. That's I don't think anyone's being honest in this relationship. I guess. And that's the problem. That's why we can't judge. I don't think anyone's being honest. And that's why it's kind of boring. So, new day. 14 days to wed. Hazel still doesn't trust Tariq, but they're in the kitchen. They're with Ari. Awkward silence all around. And Tariq is like, okay, it's time to get over the minty mix-up. We got family coming in. We need to get over this. There's a wedding coming up. And all I'll say about this is I appreciate the symbolism of the boiling tea kettle in the background. I didn't catch that. Hazel was making tea, and this thing started whistling. Like, something's about to blow. Right? You got to pay attention. There's a lot of symbolism on the learning channel. I'm trying to pay attention to what the foreigners are saying. Look at you. Right? Come on. Cut right? the foreigners some slack. They got subtitles at least. There's no subtitles in this podcast. Whoa. Whoa. Someone's going to podcast on his own next time. You're bashing the foreigners trying to yes. pay attention to them. They got subtitles. I got it because they don't, they don't speak Czech. They That's speak, true. they have. <laughs> Who knows what they speak? They, they speak crazy. They speak broken English. They speak and crazy. I'm sorry, but I do not understand broken English. That's fine. Listen, my, I, I do have an accent, yeah. but my English isn't bad. Oh, it's very good. So? It's very good. So? Okay. So later that day, <laughs> Tariq is back at his favorite menswear shop, Upscale Men's Fashion. And can I just say, I was overly curious. About upscale men's fashion. Mm -hmm. I went online. I found some reviews. 4.7 stars. That's not bad. That's pretty good. You wouldn't think so, judging by the exterior of the building. Mm -hmm. You want to hear some of the reviews? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here's the first review of upscale men's fashion. This is a 90-day crazy in love exclusive, guys. No other podcast is going to give you these reviews. Okay, the first review. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Good selection, <laughs> good price, great staff, plus they took care of me on the same day, something four other stores could not do because of my long arms. <laughs> I love reviews. Because, I love reviews. Because of my long arms. Shout out to your long arms. Shout out to Upscale Men's Fashion for taking care of you. In the same day. I mean, Tariq went twice, yeah. and he found what he was looking for both times. They got what they need. Like, exactly. Okay, they have what you want. Review number two. Upscale Men's has offered me a variety of colors to choose from. I particularly like the bright colors they offer in summer slacks. This is indeed one of my favorite places to shop. Just shout out to using the word indeed in a review. I totally for see it. He went fashion. from powder blue to white, right? and I saw everything around him. 
a variety of colors, especially for the summer slacks. Okay, the, my third and final review, it's, it's kind of sad, but it ends okay. on a positive note. Again, these are reviews for the 4.7 star rated upscale men's fashion <laughs> store in Virginia. Here we go. All right, get it together, John. <laughs> my family recently had a funeral and mm. we suited the deceased here. OMG, <laughs> I tell you they made me cry. Excellent job. Our loved one was put away very nice. Complimented at the funeral as well. <laughs> Never would I go anyplace else. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say. Teresa looks to die for. Looks to oh die God. for it at, upscale, be the at upscale men's fashion store. Well, I remember when we buried my grandpa. <laughs> oh. We buried him in one of his favorite. Um, my my grandpa was a suit and tie guy. Mm-hmm. So we buried him in one of his favorite suits. Yeah. Why would you sense. buy a new one? Which makes sense. Why would you buy a new one? I mean, maybe he didn't have a favorite suit. Maybe he always said, you know what? Before I die, I would love to purchase something. At Upscale Men's Fashion Store. True. And he never did. But they took care of him in his death. All right. 4.7 stars. That's a, wow. That's good. 4.7 stars. You look at the exterior of that building and you go 3.2 at best. Turns out to be a 4.7. You live and you learn. Good. And Tariq's got great yeah. taste in, in men's fashion stores apparently. So he's there with Jake his friend and photographer, mm-hmm. he starts breaking it down to Jake, telling him everything that's going on with Hazel and Minty, telling him, you know, things weren't great. I reached out to Minty. I wanted to see if she's okay. And he's just like, oh, hell no, Michael. Well, like, well Jake is like the reasonable married friend yeah. that Tariq needs. He knows you don't reach out to your ex before no. your wedding. Okay. You don't reach out to your ex, period, if you're happy in your relationship. Why would you? Like, True. Give me one reason. Hmm. There's none. I can't. I can't. I don't think I well, can. Well, it's good you can because if we could, we would have a problem, you and I. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. I'm, I'm actually really trying to think about a reason you would reach you out to your ex. Unless you and your ex have a kid together. Yes, I was just going to yeah. say. That's about that's, it. That's about it. Yeah. That's about it. Tariq still can't understand how Hazel could be jealous like he's like oh she's the one in the states we're getting married i'm talk shopping for her he just can't wrap his head around the idea of jealousy yeah which i don't get but it's such an easy concept very true he's the one who reached out to minty he's the one who talked to minty behind his back basically he's the one who still has minty's number so that's where Jake says, you need to delete that number. Mm-hmm. Tariq's like, right, 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 right. Like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to delete her number. I'm going to delete her. Like, He's right, not going to. Right after she sends me her most recent nudes. Mm-hmm. Once I get those most recent nudes, she's done. She's done. I feel like just the fact that Hazel's in and he still has Minty on his mind. He still suggests mm, Minty on my to mind. call her. That's, that's a big ass red flag. Minty on my mind is my next single after tearing up these boxes. Every single time I, you know, sometimes I write down no notes or my thoughts. 
every single time I, I write Minty, <laughs> it autocorrects it to Monty. So well, I just roll with it. I don't think anyone knows what her real name is. We've heard Minnie, Minty. I think it's Minty. Monty. Yeah. I think it's Minty, but I go, I, I usually go with Monty. Monty is Jovi's dad's name. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It's all yeah. on 90. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It ends with Tariq saying, I don't want to marry someone who doesn't trust me. But Tariq, you're not giving her any reason to trust you. Hazel should not trust you necessarily. You are still reaching out to Minty. Mm -hmm. You're still thinking about her. You're clearly still attracted to her. She's still attracted to you. Why would Hazel completely trust you? Plus, as Tariq's friend said, you guys should focus on each other, get to know each other. You're getting married. You haven't spent that much time together prior. Right. Let's do that first. Right. And after, let's see if you want to bring someone else into the relationship. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she landed with the idea of like, let's get a girlfriend. It's such a good point. It's such a good point And one right? that no one's addressing. Maybe solidify your relationship yeah. before you bring in the third and wheel. Especially because she keeps saying, let's get a girlfriend, let's get a girlfriend. And then she gets jealous. It's mm. like, that's not how mm. it works. Yeah, yeah. That's- so that's why it gets a little boring for me. Not boring, repetitive. Repetitive. That's a, that's great, the word. That's a great word too. But I also think that speaks volumes about Hazel's mm, priorities. I guess I would say like, She's touched down in America mm-hmm. and we have 90 days, not a long time, but within these 90 days, I want a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It should be, let's plan this wedding. Let's make this wedding yeah. the best it can be. Let's make sure this happens. And then if we want to spice things up, we'll get a girlfriend. Her priority is girlfriend yeah. first. Yeah. But I almost, fe- I almost feel like she fantasizes about this, but what, what, when it actually happens, she gets all these insecurities like, mm-hmm. oh, is Tariq going to like her more than me? Oh, maybe Tariq is more into her. Maybe she's more into Tariq. So I feel like she loves the idea of it. She loves the fantasy, but she doesn't think about the reality. Well, that's where I say I think she's looking out for herself. She's not looking out for the throuple. She's looking out for Hazel because she goes, this is what I want in a girl. I want a dark girl with good breath. She never once said, Tariq, what are you looking for? What yes. are you into? But again, I think it's a fantasy. I don't know if she can actually handle it in real life. I think she wants a girlfriend. End of sentence. I don't think she wants a girlfriend I mean, and a boyfriend. Listen, you have your theory. I have my theory. Hazel yeah. isn't giving us much. That's, so nothing. let's see what's going to happen. All right. Let's see what happens. Let's All right. go to... Andrew and uh, Amira. Oh. <laughs> I'm... I was a little surprised. Yeah. But still, um, I have so many questions, but I don't. So let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's do it. Amira is in France, and she's strolling around a badass castle, once again raising the question, why, Amira, why are you trying to leave? You live in a beautiful country, in a beautiful place. You're just moseying around a castle. Exactly my point. So let's think about it. I know Andrew likes to dress up and pretend he's a (laughs) king, but you are actually living next to a castle. Exactly. Let's think about it, right? Amira, young, beautiful, living 
in one of the most beautiful countries in the world. She lives in France. Mm-hmm. She's studying. She has her dad. She has her family. Well, on the other hand, she has this long hair, Andrew, living in inland California. I like how you say it as a negative thing. He has long hair. Because you could easily, oh, he's this bald guy. Oh, listen, if, he, if his hair looked like Georgie's, a.k.a. Georgie mm. and Darcy. A.k.a. I can't believe it's not butter. A.k.a. He washes his hair. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Okay, that's yeah, that's the difference. I'm all for it. But Andrew, every single time we he, we see him, his hair is oily. He Why? looks like he's been detained in a Mexican detention yes, center. Yes, all the time. Yeah. All the time. It's interesting that you say that though because my theory is she's here in France in a beautiful country surrounded by castles. She must not have friends, must not have a job, must be a slow month in makeup news. Because why would she want to leave that if there were something she, going on? She's dreaming about the U. Like she sees it as something spectacular. She sees it like cousin Harris sees it. Yeah. And listen, don't get me wrong. I I used to, and I do love America. Don't I do love the U.S. I love living here. I obviously have you. And oh, but before I came here, I did see U.S. as like. Oh my gosh, everything is just perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got here and I saw my my aunt and uncle's house. It was beautiful. It was big. It was awesome. And then me and my parents, we hit the road. And we did, did this like West Coast road trip. And I actually saw America. Yeah, the right? real America. I did yeah. see the real America. And I was like, wait a minute. Not everyone is rich. Not everyone has a huge house. It's like everywhere else. There are rich people. Exactly. There are poor people. There are and middle you know, class people. I yeah. appreciated the nature and everything, but I, it was almost like a slap in the face. Right. It wasn't the movies. It, right. So I feel like Amira sees the beautiful the America, the rich people and all these but she's opportunities. Been to America. But she's she been has, to America. She, she has. knows. And same for me. I've been to America and I came back because I wanted to travel more. I wanted to learn English. Maybe that's what she wants to do. She wants to travel. She wants to learn. She sees it as she can get more opportunities here, right? Mm-hmm. But with Andrew? No. No. Well, he does, he does have a Mercedes. I will say that. He has a Mercedes. Well, so what? Oh, I'm just saying. That's, a lot of people that's have. what you think. A lot of people have. I know, but if... She's thinking, oh, America is this posh country, and he's taking selfie videos in his Mercedes. That's just doubling down Listen, if on I want to give more, more of my paycheck away, I could get a Mercedes. I would sure. probably have to cut <laughs> some other things I'd probably down. i stop eating, but yeah, but, I, I know. You know, I could do it, sure. Yeah, I Come hear. on. You so, can get an older one for like 5000 bucks, probably, if you went way yeah. back throwback Mercedes. Fun fact, I was looking at cars today just because I was curious. Oh boy. You can get, I was looking at like 2014 BMW W for like 15K. I could yeah. trade my car in, get a deal on it. Hello. I'm pretty sure that's more than you spent on your, that's like twice what you spent on your current oh, car. Oh, my car was so cheap and I yeah, love it. Your car was the same price as a 2008 Toyota Yaris listen, in Ethiopia. The fact that my car is so cheap, I love it because it doesn't make a hole in my pocket every month. Exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, if I wanted a posh car, I would probably move some funds around and mm-hmm. I could probably get it. 
Right. You know, you know you're, what I'm saying? Are you saying Andrew's living above his means and just trying to flex on his Mercedes? Yes. You don't know. We don't I'm know. just guessing. We don't know. I mean, he takes care of those kids. He doesn't kids. buy a shampoo, but he buys That's a Mercedes. Like, he can't afford the conditioner. Priorities, am I right? Yeah. Anyway, we so digress. We so digress. So, Amira FaceTimes Andrew. They need to discuss what they learned from Lisa Kobayashi, the lawyer, not the world champion either. Oh my, oh my God. I'm so fascinated by the guy. Did you go down the rabbit? We didn't watch. We did not end up watching. No, but I Googled more and I was just mind blown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a talent. Most importantly, sure talent. the guy weighs a few pounds more than me. It's a talent. It's an and he talent. just eats a lot. And it's not just hot dogs, pizza, tacos, burgers. Now, why would you pigeonhole Wink, yourself? What is to it? The Winkies? Is the Winkies? Twinkies. Twinkies. <laughs> I I could I was just reading and I was getting hungry but full yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Not all heroes wear capes. Teresa. Exactly. Yeah. So Andrew, speaking of heroes and capes, I'm sure he dresses up, but he keeps reminding Amira the clock is ticking, and the best way to be together is for Amira to spend two weeks in another country. Specifically, Serbia. I don't, I mean, I guess maybe it's for the show, but maybe it's not. But, okay, it's possible we know people who, we actually know people who did this. This loop, whatever you call it, right? Mm -hmm. But, because of the coronavirus, they would definitely issue your visa extension. No question about it. They would not question you about it. You could just be like, hey, there's this coronavirus. I cannot travel. Can you extend my visa? Right. They will extend your visa because eventually there was a ban. Well, there is a ban in place because Amira has to do this loop, right? Mm -hmm. Why in the world is Andrew going the hard way? And why in the world is Amira following every single thing he says? I don't know why Amira is going along with it because she pretty much comes out and says, I just want... Andrew to say he's worried about me, Mm -hmm. worried about my safety. And if he said, let's press pause on this, I would be okay with it. She's fine pressing pause and hoping they can get an extension, which I think they will. But Andrew is just so pushy. Mm -hmm. He knows like, oh, I've never gotten a girl like this before. Oh, yeah. I've I've never even spoken to a girl like that. I speak to four-year-olds every day nobody (laughs) wants to talk to me all of a sudden this beautiful french girl wants to talk to me i'm not gonna lose this what he doesn't realize is he's probably stressing and fracturing the relationship by pushing so hard but he's like i'm not gonna lose this he goes he says i do not envy the position you are in right now amira i'm like excuse me that you are in amira you guys are in this together He's right? the worst. I this do not like him. I do not like him. I have nothing to say about him. I do like Amira. The only thing I think is that she's being a little silly for going to Serbia, yeah. just following what Andrew's saying while she thinks that it's the wrong thing to do. That's why I'm, I'm thinking like, girlfriend, what's up? Because she said it herself. She said, I don't think that's a good idea. Maybe we should just wait. You should have waited. Forget Mike giving Natalie the ring back. This was the biggest shock of the episode. Oh, yeah. Amir being like, 
fuck it. Let's mm-hmm. do the Serbia thing. And but, oh, hell yeah, Serbia. But yeah, I do not believe that she's going to make it to the U.S. I don't think so either. And I don't think it's going to be because of the immigration or because she's going to get detained. I believe and I actually hope that she's going to change her mind and she's going to go back to France. I think she's going as to. As she should. I think she's going to. I hope so. I think so. I think so. I could tell you why I think so, but I don't know tell if that's me. a spoiler. So if you go on TLC.com mm-hmm. and you look at the schedule, because I'm always trying to look to see, oh, is this the finale? Mm-hmm. When's the finale coming? You can look at two weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. And so there are at least two more weeks of 90 day. One of the the synopsis, mm-hmm. the captions under the title of 90 day is like Amira has second thoughts or oh, okay. something. So I don't think she's. Maybe she comes. I don't know. But she has second thoughts. I hope she stays in France for just, her own good. Why? What does she see in Andrew? I don't know. Me neither. He must have a hammer in his pants. That is the only yeah. explanation. He's got and hammer listen, pants. I would understand, I guess, if she was from a third world country, you know, right. with po- poverty and wars. I would get it. I would be like, you know what? Andrew is not perfect, but. Right. This may be a better situation for me. She is from France. Why? Well, what does she see? What does she see in him? Here's an actual quote from her. She's going to the airport. She's crying. She's asked by the producers, like, what is it about America? Like, what do you think? And the first thing she says is, they have so many makeup stores. Oh, Amira. <laughs> I mean, listen, I do love Sephora too, and I spend way too much money in Sephora, but we do have Sephora in Europe. Yeah. My mom loves Sephora. That's why you're coming to America, because we have Sephora and Ulta. We have Ulta here too. Well, that's the cheaper version of Sephora. Is it? Mm -hmm. I just know that. I mean, I shop there too, but. Bright orange store. Pink. Pink and orange, orange. Orange, come on. I know Ulta more than you. Come on. So. It's not Sephora. Nothing is Sephora. I live for Sephora. We went to Sephora this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I'll shout out whoever whoever reached out to us. We discussed on the podcast that we were looking for our signature scents. I think Teresa had found hers. Mm -hmm. And I was in search of mine. And you found yours, I think. And someone said, check out Savage. Savage. I don't know how you say (laughs) it. By Dior. And so we did. We went this weekend and we checked it out. It smells fantastic. We got it. Mm-hmm. It's my new scent. And because I cannot go to Sephora without buying anything, <laughs> I bought a few things. You bought a couple things too. I just love Sephora. Yeah, look at us. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Amira <laughs> lands in Serbia, right? She actually makes it to Serbia. Unbelievable. She's there. She gets out of the airport. So far, so good. That's further than she made it in Mexico. But now she's going to be alone. For 14 days in Serbia. During coronavirus. Like, what do you do? Andrew FaceTimes her and is like, wow, you made it. Now just sit there for two weeks. Don't do anything. Don't get in trouble. But look what you have. Like, look what you have to look forward to. All this chest hair. This is all yours. This is, you can braid it. You can straighten it with a flat iron like whatever you want this is all yours yeah that's it 
That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Let's see what's going to happen next time. I hope some action or not. We'll see. We'll see. I think something's got to happen. I hope um, Amira will be smart. And not go to California. And that's all I'm going to say. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about Rebecca and Zied. 67 days to wed. Rebecca is slanging chicken at Joella's. Zied just rolls up, wants to get some free lunch, also wants to talk about what happened at the cabin. So isn't this interesting? They do blur Brandon's work jacket, but they do not blur Rebecca's work shirt. Joelle's must have paid the I fee. I think so too. Right? Because it's a great, it's a great exposure. Oh, if we ever roll yeah. through Canton, Georgia, for sure, we are stopping at Joelle's sure. Hot Chicken. Yeah. Is it a chain? Uh there's. There must it looks, be. Yeah. It looks like it. But you're so right. It's not only that they're not blurring it out. They're featuring mm-hmm. it. Like they're showing the sign. Mm-hmm. They're showing her working the register. Mm-hmm. They're they're not shying away from Joelle's Hot Chicken. Also, did you see Ziet's outfit? Oh. Red pants, sparkly shirt, leather jacket, <laughs> big sunglasses, and spiky hair. Boom. You're loving it. This is it. how you're picking up your chicken. You're loving it. Yeah. Not the red pants, but yeah, mm. I'm loving it. I had red pants just like that. I cannot. Like, so I do not wear red. Mm. I do. It's it's an aggressive color for me. It's a little aggressive. It's a yeah. But it's a little somehow, in your face. like I was like vibing it on Zed. I was like, all right, you look very European, like European discotheque ten years ago. <laughs> I'm like, I'm there. When I played in the band, I used to have different colored pants, and I had red pants, and I had like, interesting, yeah, indigo pants. Interesting. I'm like. Say? Blue and black kind of girl. Now I'm all black everything. All black everything. That's my vibe. But Zia, I I was totally vibing the leather jacket. Yeah. I mean, the sparkly shirt, sure. I think he he was looking good. He was doing his thing. He was like a commercial, like a chicken commercial, just like waiting on the corner, just getting his his chicken. No, he he looked like... He looked like what I imagined you to look like in high school, smoking cigarettes. Me? Yeah, behind the school. You know, school. I'm a girl, right? Yeah. What do you mean? He's a guy. I know, but I'm saying wearing, oh. wearing your leather, looking mm. very European, leaning against the brick building, we, smoking your cigarettes. We had a smoke cigarettes. pot in high school. And we, we went there with our teachers. We all smoked there. You smoked with your teachers? Mm. That's very we uncomfortable could, we for We could me. go smoking in the morning, doing the... During the large break, which was like Wait, 10 to so 10 you were 30. allowed to smoke? Yeah. <laughs> That's so different. In America, schools are no smoking zones. Like that's really? the no, that's the number one rule. We all went to the same place. I was like smoking my chemistry teacher like ten minutes before the exam, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. It better be easy. Oh, that's the number one rule in America. Schools are no smoking zones. And like after school, we used to go to this pub that was across the street, and I was like. Teachers everywhere were like, cheers. You're drinking with your teachers yeah. now? Things escalated very well, quickly. Well, after I was like 17 Well, because you can drink. 18 what's the, plus. What's the smoking age? I don't know. Like, I started smoking when I was 14. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> what age can you go buy? 18. Okay, but so you can also go when you're 15 and say, especially when you look as, as, as young as I used to, mm-hmm. saying, 
This is for my mom. No. Oh, hell yeah. Why do you think I was... <laughs> okay, Angela. And this is how I was buying vodka for everyone. This is how I was buying cigarettes for everyone. You look like everyone. you're nine now. Thanks. So I look... Just picture me. I, I looked very young when I was like 14 or 15. I'm very innocent with my blonde hair, like green eyes, just yeah. like looking at people. Every single time, like my friends were like hanging out, like let's get some vodka going and cigarettes. <laughs> I was the one who was sent to the supermarket. I was the one, like, so my mom asked me to get this vodka and a pack of Mar- <laughs> Marlboro cigarettes. Do you guys have that? They were like, your mom sent you? I'm like, yeah, my mom. I'm like, do you guys have it? If not, like, I'll, I, I can go back home and ask her, like, what else she would like to get. How many cartons do you think can fit in this My Little Pony lunchbox? Every single freaking time. That's I got it. That's unbelievable. I'm thinking of Home Alone when he goes to the supermarket and he's trying to buy, like, orange mm-hmm. juice. And, like, you ever have this? She's like, no, I'll give it a whirl. And he's like, oh, Meanwhile, my are mom, you alone? My mom doesn't drink and she doesn't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm learning so much about you on this podcast. Yeah. I was, so much. I was like the innocent one who always got innocent. away with it. Innocent? Innocent You're 14 looking. buying vodka and cigarettes. Yeah. It's not innocent. There do you is guys a- have? Do you guys have in America this like it's like a powder you mix it oh, with water? Cocaine? Yeah, cocaine. We have that. No, I'm, it's like an OJ. It's like a powder you tang. Mix- yes, tank. <laughs> yes, we have that in check. So I used to I used to buy cigarettes, vodka, and tank. We mm. put the tank inside of vodka, and that was the weekend. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. All right. I speechless. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. Being young, am I right? Finish, finish the podcast. <laughs> finish the podcast. I don't know where to go from this. Back yeah. to the chicken and Zia's red pants. Yeah, things are still tense. Ziad Ziad brings up the fact that they need to get married within the next couple of weeks before Ramadan, which Rebecca's not okay with. She doesn't want to get married at a courthouse, but Honestly, the way COVID's going, you're probably not going to have a huge wedding no. anytime soon. She should take it easy. Do the courthouse wedding. And then have the family wedding. Like, it's a way to, it's a we're way. We're such a broken record on this. No, we're not. We're just suggesting it's a way to save more money and get more time. Come on, people. Come on. Come on. So Zed tries to plead his case. He's like. He's saying religion doesn't allow him to live in one home with Rebecca during Ramadan. So he'd have to leave and go live somewhere else. And Rebecca's like, okay, tell me this then, Ziad. How are we together in Tunisia? How do we share a hotel in Tunisia? No problems there, but now we're having issues. So she thinks he's kind of picking and choosing what he's taking seriously when it comes to religion. Also, I don't think she went to Tunisia during Ramadan because I believe that would be an issue for Ziad. That's probably true. It's probably like right now he is living with her. I'm sure they do sexy time, right? Yeah. He's just talking about the one month out of the whole do? year. Do you think they do? That's a real question. Oh, yeah. Do you think they're banging? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah? You sleep in the same bed with your man or a woman. Okay. You wouldn't yeah. bang? I don't know. Make some room for Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. They've not said, have they? No, they have not, but 
Come on. Listen, I believe Ziad could keep it together. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think Brandon could. I think Brandon's a horn dog. I think Ziad could be a man of God and keep it together. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. All right. I don't think he's, I don't think so either. I'm I just also saying. don't think he's that religious. I don't think he. No, no. I understand Ramadan. It's a big thing, right? But I also don't think he's like, doesn't get doesn't have sex was, before marriage. Listen, let me speak out of turn here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but I'm going to speak if I were in his shoes. Mm-hmm. Allow me that. Okay. Allow me that. If he, a.k.a. I, in this situation, were that religious, I would be marrying someone that also practiced that religion. Yes, correct. Right. Totally. I wouldn't be like, well, I'm so, I'm so religious, 100%. but I'm just going to marry an atheist. Like, you remember, it was on a few seasons back of The Other Way, Avery and Omar. Yeah. Omar was, or is very religious. Yeah. But Avery kind of like, was like, Converted. you know what? This is the lifestyle I want to live. Went all in on it. All in. And that's what I understand. And that's why I buy it. Yes, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. No, completely, completely. So Rebecca's sticking to her guns. She's not going to rush into the marriage. She says, I'd rather spend Ramadan apart. She's like, call Tiffany and Micah. See if you can stay there. Come on, Rebecca. No, please do that. That's the television I need to see. He would not survive. That's, I know. Do we care? Do We, we do care about them. We want them to yeah. end up together. But we want a little drama. Come on, guys. You've had zero drama so far. Give us a little bit. Very true. Give us a little bit. So I don't understand Rebecca's hesitation. She loves him. She's infatuated with him. The faster they get married... The faster he can get a work permit, the faster they can get furniture. It's win, win, win. Mm-hmm. What's the hesitation? I don't know. Yeah. And we'll find out. Yeah. Right now, it's still like Rebecca living in the past, worrying about, oh, what happened with her ex. <laughs> but like, so, she ne- okay, she needs to drop whatever happened in the past. And Ziad just needs to... Tell her a thing in advance. Like, I understand. He should have That's told true. her about Ramadan before. He definitely should have. But Rebecca has to stop thinking about, okay, I'm with Ziad now, but he might be the same like my ex. No. What about Muhammad not telling Danielle he can't? kiss in that month until they're at the altar well, like that's kind of last yeah. minute like he couldn't kiss but th- then he went on trips with other <laughs> women so lies, lies very questionable right shame shame it's almost like shame you use the religion as you think yeah. it it's an excuse suits. but real talk this is the only thing Ziad has asked for since being in America. That's true. He hasn't even asked for a chair to sit in. He's just like, can we get married before Ramadan? It's the only thing he's asked for. True. I think they're and I'm both sure, in it. Yeah. For real. Get and also, married. Come on. Rebecca, Come the on. sooner you get married, the sooner you can start the papers. Yeah. The so- he can start working. You wouldn't have to kill yourself at the chicken place. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wins. Let's let's move on. Let's talk about a couple where everybody loses. The last one. 
Stephanie and cousin Harris, because it's no longer Ryan. I know. <laughs> Change your headers, folks, in your notes. It's Stephanie and cousin Harris. So Ryan and her are over once again. Stephanie and Ryan, I mean cousin Harris, because as she messes it up, Come on, it's ridiculous. She's, she's like, calling. Ryan, I mean Harris. Ryan, I mean Harris. She Somebody- needs to sober up. I'm sorry. She needs to sober up yeah. and realize who the man is who's in front of her. Yeah, or somebody get her some cue cards because it's getting sad. More importantly, someone should book her a flight back to Michigan <sighs> because... It's the so sun sad. and the palm trees are not going any good to her. It's so it's honestly a problem. It's a problem. Someone needs to intervene because they okay, let's talk about it. They walk into the hotel room. They're sitting down to talk. Harris walks by a chair and he just kind of like pushes it to the side a little bit. Maybe to get it out of his way, maybe to put it in front of Stephanie and she's like oh Harris you're such a gentleman like he she thinks he's pulling the chair out for her (laughs) the bar is so low her standards are so low (laughs) that like him just pushing the chair aside is like you're such a gentleman she's also drunk she's also wasted shocker yeah she tells anything and everything probably seems wonderful she tells Harris Oh, I've always had something for you. I've always had something for you. And after they banged months ago, apparently Harris had some intuition too that he was supposed to be with Stephanie. I just love what she said. She was like, so after I was intimate with cousin Harris, (laughs) (laughs) let's remind everyone that he is the cousin of Ryan, a.k.a. her ex Lover. Let's also remind everyone of how he talked about Stephanie on Bears All. Oh, uh, oh, I cannot go there. You don't want to. You don't want to get that nasty on the podcast. It was so dirty. You you say it. You see him as like I can't. You see him as like this kind of sweet guy. Like he, you know, he father of three. Yes. (laughs) Who was on the bus for hours, on the boat for hours yeah. to get to see her. Yeah. He called her every single day after they banged. Like, this super sweet guy. And then he goes on Bears All. And then he goes on Bears All and he bears it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, can't, I cannot go, go let's there. Not, let's not talk about it. Let's but you guys watch it. it and... You guys watch You guys, yeah. Basically, we don't want to say it. Harris is a, is a dirty, dirty man. <laughs> Of course he is, but so is Stephanie. Stephanie's like, bang me for two or three minutes. But we learned that he has three kids. Okay, he has three kids. He was with his baby mama for 17 years? 14. 14 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then they split, right? Yeah. So he's now hooking up with Stephanie. And while they're talking, he's like, I need to take care of my kids. Right. They need their father. I need to provide. And right there, we have what I call motive. Motive <laughs> for why Harris will get in the sack with an old rich lady. Because he immediately says, after the statement, he says, I can do so much better in America. 
because right. everyone is rich in America. Everyone has big houses like Stephanie, and I can do so much better. Oh, I may have, I must have called out sick that day because I didn't get yeah. a big house. No one gave me a big house. Rich, I've been in America for people, 30 plus years. Rich people, big houses, and he can do so much better. But that's the motive. He sees himself. And that's Stephanie the motive. was like, I wonder what would happen if your name wasn't the K-1 visa. That's not how it works, Stephanie. That's not how any of this works. Yeah, Harris is like, I'd already be there, baby. Baby, if, he my, is, if my name was on that K-1. He's too smooth. You know, you know. He's not, though. But I'm saying, like, he's right, too smooth. Like, right. you know there is, like, <laughs> yeah, alter, alternate motive. Teresa, she called him Ryan, and oh, he yeah. didn't even flinch. Because, <laughs> you know. He saw call, that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Call me Ryan if Whatever you fucking you want. go to America. Yeah, just don't call me late for my paycheck. I'll be your Ryan. Just Crazy. show me the watch. But, show me the watch. Oh, and this is a guy that probably believes the watch is $3,000. Yep. He's give me the slides. Give me the watches. I believe it. But that's the motive. And yeah. good for him. He wants to take care of his family. And he wants he to provide for his dead kids. for her. She's like, they finished the dinner, and yeah. they're walking back to the hotel room. Are they walking? Well, are they walking? He is walking. Yeah, he's walking, and she's being but dragged. But he is by there him. for her, and she loves it. And he thinks this is the way to America <laughs> with this drunk old lady. Oh, it's so. It is sad. It is sad, it's sad and it's because not. she's. It's not sad because. Listen, we say it every time. It's almost a disclaimer to this podcast. You don't have to go on national television to get a K-1 visa. You're putting yourself out there for entertainment purposes, and you know what's going to come with it, so we're going to talk about it. But it's sad because this woman is not in her right mind. Also, if one of your relationships don't work and you are actually on a vacation, you don't have to jump into another one. Right. Just to have someone. Right. That's why I don't think it's sad. I think, you know, if she was a little smarter, maybe a little more sober, she would have seen it. Oh, and I also don't feel that bad because she's back in the States in the comfort of her own home, surrounded by family and friends, and she's still doing dildo shows on OnlyFans. Yeah. So that's on I mean, you, she's Stephanie. she's cashing on, the, on 90. She is the 90. As many other. But she said she did a interview on YouTube with the celeb guy. I want to say that's his name, the celeb guy. And she said, why do you think I did 90? To boost my business. It's mm. all for business. Yeah. I'm not going to your business now. True. You, maybe in the beginning. Maybe in the beginning. But now you kind of ruined your yeah. reputation. So I think you hurt that's yourself. That's what I'm saying. She's not the brightest person. Oh, but- no. That's about it for tonight. That's, it. That's, That's about it. it for this episode. That's it. Thanks I for tuning in, I have nothing else to say. We said a lot. We said a lot. We said lot. it all. We almost said we it said all. We said a lot. We celebrate my birthday Teresa, happy show. birthday. Thank you. In advance. Thank if you, you guys want to wish Teresa a happy birthday, do it in the reviews if you haven't left one. Also, smash the subscribe button. Smash the subscribe button. Smash it like it's hot and celebrate my birthday. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Maybe we'll do something for the birthdays there. Maybe. Birthdays were the worst days. Now we sip champagne like we Stephanie. That's not how it goes. I have I, no idea what, what, uh, what song was that. But it was a notorious B.I.G. song and mm. I ruined it. I ruined it for everyone. 
It's embarrassing for me in particular. But <laughs> listen, we had fun. We had fun. We hope you guys did too. We probably went off track, but that's probably. That's who we are. That's part of our charm. That's who we are. <laughs> I love that. I'm never letting that go. That's part of our charm, it Teresa. It for sure is. That's part of our charm. I love it. I love it. It's it should be our, our new tagline. 90 Day Crazy in Love. We go off track. It's part of our charm. <laughs> love it. <laughs> all right. Let's put it on t-shirts. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening, guys. You have anything else to say? That's it. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon when Teresa is a year older. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.